someone's going to get offended. It's just the way the world works. So to hopefully save everyone a little time and or energy, here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Thursday. That's Thursday, January 25th and the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff. Whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, of course, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And we'll find many other things to place under discussion this afternoon. That's what we do around here. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. You can pick us up on iHeartRadio. Certainly, that's one way to do it. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can see the before and after pictures uh, when it comes to the renovation of my master bath by Rebath. Follow me on Twitter at Real Jim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. We'll read it. We'll review it. We'll look at it. And we might trash it or we might use it on the air. It's really up to you. Uh, that's Real Mobile 77031, powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. On the phones, long distance and toll free, one 978 1041 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's up next with the news yes, in sir. a few minutes or so. We'll mm-hmm. work off that. We've got that uh, bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. Your opportunity to win the You Matter business card. That will guarantee you good fortune for the rest of your life. Today, Thursday, we talked to Pat Clark. He handles sports over at Channel 2, WESH Channel 2. We'll talk some sports with Patrick. We got the uh, closest to the pin. We got Jack's audio file, all that good stuff. Uh, later in the program, we'll spend a couple of minutes with uh, Dirty Jim, a.k.a. Jim Colbert, see what he has planned for tomorrow's program. And then um, we got So You Want to Win It and Eddie the Shaman and all that good stuff. Because it is Thursday. Now, this came in right before, well, a few minutes before we went on the air. And the XFL is trying to make a return. XFL is returning in 2020. Orlando interested in having a team again. Uh, Vince McMahon, who's behind WWE, he's in charge of this. According to CBS Sports, McMahon will announce, I guess it's going on maybe as we speak, mm-hmm. the return of the XFL, almost 17 years after the first and only season was played in the league. According to a news release, the announcement is being made as we speak. We'll try to get some more information on that as the afternoon wears on. Orlando is one of the eight cities that fielded teams in the original 
XFL says here the Rage. Orlando Rage finished with the best record in the league at 8-2. and two. Wow. So um, I don't know what's in store for Orlando. Orlando officials have expressed an interest, of course, in having it, if true, having a team playing in Orlando. Yakety, 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 yak. And there we go. It says here at the first game, fans hooted mm-hmm. during the national anthem when the uh, scoreboard uh, video uh, show, showed the Rage cheerleaders. Oh, oh there you go. Oh, what are you going to do? I remember it well. Like it was, <laughs> it was 2001. I remember like it was yesterday. Yeah, you can take them out of Bithlo, but you can't take Bithlo out of the... They sold oh, out the lower bowl for that, I remember, because they put a cap on the lower bowl, and so they sold just over 30,000 tickets to that first game, but yeah. they had a diminishing... Um, uh, audience ever since uh, attendance ever since, but uh, they started out strong. There was a good thirty for thirty on ESPN about it. Pinkman owes me one dollar. The <laughs> president of Michigan State has resigned, as I bet him he uh, she would mm-hmm. because of the uh, Doctor Nasser uh, molestation of uh, U.S. USA gymnastics and U.S. gymnastics and rowers and swimmers. And a whole bunch of uh, athletes at Michigan State University have come forward to say Dr. Nasser, who was on the, uh, I believe, was on the um, staff at Michigan State and uh, was the team doctor for many of these female athletes, besides gymnastics. And they've come forward, and the state legislature in Michigan began applying pressure as I think uh, maybe some of the student body as well, because there are reports not verify that the president of Michigan State University was aware of complaints against uh, Dr. Nasser back uh, in uh, 2014 and 2015, and essentially, as as we understand, didn't do anything about it. So she has been uh, she has resigned. So that's another dollar in my pocket. Oh boy, maybe if you started offering some bets. Ah. Yeah, you could. I didn't have any inside information. I just knew that there was pressure, and you—it's my experience. Sometimes when these things happen, there's no alternative. Uh, Essentially, in her case, I know, I know, I knew her presidency was cooked. You did, yeah. Yeah, you can't. I'm still crafting my Super Bowl bet. Bet him that Lindsay Lohan will not win an Oscar Mm. at the Academy Award. I bet you that Lindsay Lohan will not win an Oscar well, in the year 20. I'm not prepared to take the prepared to take that bet yet. She's not even in anything. You can't take it. Crazy person. Uh, by the way, when it comes to uh this whole Dr. Nasir uh know the protocol. There's a story, a follow-up story, sidebar story uh today about the parents of uh, many of the parents of these uh, of these women who were uh, molested by Dr. Nasser mm. and the amount of guilt that they're carrying around. Many of them were in the examination room when Dr. Nasser was kid, examining yeah. their mm-hmm. kids, but he right. would, he would shield, he would shield himself or do certain things. So the parent uh, couldn't see what was going on. Some of the parents even said they were on the phone at the time. There was so much trust in Dr. Nasser, you know, they, whatever, he's the doctor, you know, that old trick. Um, I would, uh, I would say if you are a female and you have a male doctor, I don't care who it is, uh, that there ought to be a nurse in the, in the room with you, not a coach, a nurse. Uh, I think that would, maybe that will be the, uh, the new protocol or I think it, why not? 
Mm-hmm. But no, 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 hold on. Or, you know, I'm going to be in there, but I'd have another, um, you know, At many doctor's offices, personnel. you know, if you're going to the OBGYN, and many times the protocol is... I don't care who it is. Yeah, correct. I don't care whether it's your general practitioner or an internist or whoever it is. Uh, another person ought to be in the room with the doctor. At least I think so. And uh, this story has not gotten much play. And Jesus Christ, China says two monkeys are first primates ever to be cloned. What? Researchers in China Mm. reported yesterday Mm -hmm. that they've created two cloned monkeys. The first time, the first time that primates have been cloned with the technique that produced Dolly the sheep more than 20 years ago. Now, that's cool. I don't know where this is going. But it seems to me something in the back of my mind said, I don't know whether I should be uh, really crazy about this. Mm. If you can clone a monkey, if you can clone a primate. Yes. Where are you going with this? Where do you think we're going with this? You can clone a person. Well, they're not not saying that yet. But when they cloned Dolly the sheep, they said, no, we're not going to be able to clone primates. I mean, that's just out of the question. The number of... I'm not a biologist or neuroscientist or any of that kind of stuff, but from my understanding, it a lot of it has to do with DNA, and you know, when uh, a primate is uh, DNA wise is a lot more complicated to yeah. a degree than yeah. a sheep. Mm-hmm. But they 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 cloned two monkeys. What? Insane. It says here the scientists tried cloning adult cells. Yeah. But those attempts failed. The older a starting cell, the more difficult it is to clone, and the more likely the resulting embryo or fetus will be miscarried in a surrogate female. This is only a matter. I mean, wouldn't you agree? This is only a matter of time. Yeah. And they can say, well, well, you know, the international community will get together and we will have, once again, protocols and maybe rules and regulations, in some cases even laws, to prevent this. You think this is going to prevent people from, from, from cloning human beings? Uh, nope. So what do you do? do you, I mean, do you... Do you, you know, Put yourselves away now. I mean, if you're a human being and you know, look, it's coming to an end. I mean, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But just because they clone you, that doesn't mean it's going to be you. Well, it does. No. It'll be you in appearance, but it will be not. It won't be you in character. Your DNA will be the same, right? I mean, they're ta- that's what they're doing. They're cloning yeah. their DNA. You'll be a copy, but you could send it to work another job and get more money in your bank account. But it's not going to be. It won't. It. Hmm. It's not you. Because it's a copy of you. A clone of you would look just like you. Right. But that doesn't. But that that doesn't that doesn't mean it's the same character. So this baby is born, right? Yeah. It's okay. not going to grow up to be exactly like you. Will it have curly hair still? Yes. It'll have all, all... the appearances are the same. Well, Dolly the sheep yeah. is an exact copy replica of, of the sheep of the that it was cloned or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's as far as it goes. Mm. But uh, you know, Dolly the sheep's mother could be uh, a part of Mensa, oh, and Dolly could be as as dumb as a mud fence. <laughs> all right. All I'm saying. No, no, I think that if that has your DNA and you're predisposed, your DNA is, is a smart cookie, then why wouldn't your clone be a smart cookie? It could be a smart cookie, but that doesn't mean it's going to be you. It's not going to be your personality. It can't be your character. It's not a copy of your personality. It's not a copy of your character. 
your character and your personality were brought on by what? Well, you're doing nature and nurture, right? I mean, you're saying that because of the, well, it's your the environment, family environment. Of, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one would question whether that can be replicated. There's any number of things that could have happened to you as you were growing up where you could have gone off in a much different direction right, 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 right. and developed a much different personality and character. God, we could only wish. All right, let me take hey. a break. When we come back, Mo's going to have the news. We'll get an update on current events, then that bonus round of Closest to the Pin, all upcoming on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news that ain't going to bore you. There's more to run, there's more to run, there's more to run. From around the globe to around the block, there's something special for you. There's more to run, there's more to run. Another sign of the apocalypse, CBS is bringing back Murphy Brown. Let's get an update on news. Here's Mo. <laughs> oh, Jim, today is the day. I should have warned you yesterday. Today is the day. It's the free day at Holy Land Experience. Oh. And everybody on I-4, you'll see there's a crowd. There are people getting off the highway, on the highway. It's a jam up. If you mm. see a crowd over there by the Holy Land, that's why. Today is the free day at the Bible-based attraction located at I-4 and Conroy Road. Capacity is about 2,000 people at Holy Land. And, and they only do this one day a year thing, freebie, yeah. to maintain their property tax exemption. Normally, admission is 50 bucks for adults, 35 for kids, up to 17, and free for children under four. But today's the day. Just saying. It's still going on until they close. A Northwest Florida school district is taking a rather unusual step to try to stop the spread of the flu. In Gulf County, in the Panhandle, they've decided to just close school altogether tomorrow. Of the 1,900 students in the school system, the superintendent says... More than 300 have been sick this week with the flu, so he makes his decision after speaking with some doctors up there and hopes that the long weekend will allow the sick kids to get healthy and healthy students to avoid getting sick. Schools are open today, Thursday, but they will be closed tomorrow through the weekend. There's a video out there by ABC News. It says a police deputy in Florida finds a runaway horse and politely pleads with it to stop so they can reunite with its owners. You just see the... Window down and the horse. Right. Sorry, just came Thank across Thank you that. for that. The XFL, Jim, the pro football league, or the, I don't know, sort of a minor league thing that started about 17 years ago, ran for one season, is returning in the year 2020. Yes. And we have Vince McMahon to thank for that. Mm-hmm. He's in charge again. Uh, it is just happening as we speak. Uh, there is a big announcement today. Now, there's no word on if Orlando will be one of the eight cities or however many cities that will get a team this time around. Isn't WWE, formerly WWF, celebrating, what, 25 years now? 25th Holy anniversary? Cow. Monday Night Raw. Oh, oh Monday Night Raw. There yeah, you go. Because that has been around longer. And as far as the XFL, I'm, I've been watching his press conference, and it is very similar to what he rolled out back in 2000, you know, oh, for the 2001 oh, oh, oh. league. And here's my idea. 
I don't have a lot of details, but this is the idea this I have. This is what we're going with. Okay. And back then, it mm-hmm. worked when he was able to partner with Dick Ebersol and NBC, NBC but not who just lost the NFL at the time, uh, you know, yep. recently. Mm-hmm. And so that infused the money he needed into the league. So this it's gonna, time. It, it's really more broad strokes right now. This time, it is strictly McMahon's baby. Yeah. The original one was part of the WWE Empire and a joint venture with NBC, this time totally McMahon. And he has created something called Alpha Entertainment, which is promoting today's uh, announcement. Other sports news, Jim. I don't know if I'd put it. I don't know. Other sports news. UCF's football program continues to enjoy the fruits of their undefeated season. The associate athletic director tweeted today that the Knights sold more than 100 new season tickets yesterday alone for Good. the 16th day in them. a row. And they apparently have a new fan in Mark Wahlberg. We heard that yesterday. Um, And I guess, um, you know, of course, Wahlberg was promoting his hamburger place, but he was also giving a shout out. To, uh, to UCF. It's worth what? Was he a worth? A trillion dollars. 300, 400 million dollars? I guess. Well, I, I guess maybe that's how you could become a millionaire. Every, any, anything you could do. Well, I'm onto something. Well, yeah. I mean, just promote your hamburger mm. joint in Orlando. That's right. Hey, every nickel counts. Here's more. That's how they become millionaires. Mm-hmm. Here's Stupid more. Stupid Bitcoin. Uh, it's talk a to Pinkman viable like cryptocurrency. Uh, I don't. <laughs> Jim, I don't know if you know the name Chipper. I got two words for you. Beanie Babies. Oh, how about the name Chipper Jones? How rude. Yeah, Atlanta Braves. Okay, absolutely correct. Points. Uh, he is a DeLand native right here from Central Florida. I don't know if mm-hmm. you knew that. He starred in high school baseball in Jacksonville. That's where he started. He today is going into the National Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. Mazel tov. Isn't that cool? I mean, so I feel like a local guy and all that. So they'll be inducted. Well, they announced it today. They won't actually have the ceremony until July. But hats off to uh, Chipper Jones uh, for for that. Hall of Fame baseball player from here. And final football story. Um, Football fans are super excited about this Pro Bowl business over the weekend uh, in Orlando at Mm -hmm. the uh, old Citrus Bowl or the Camping World Stadium. Featuring, now, they say the best NFL players. Um, I didn't really like that. But they do tell us now 60,000 fans will be in attendance for the game. Wow. And that will really be a feather in the cap of area hotels and restaurants. It's a big deal. It's It's good for Orlando. And I think, isn't Orlando, Mm -hmm. or there's a thought that this will be the permanent location for the Pro Bowl? It was in Hawaii forever, and now it's our turn, I guess. I don't know. I think they're doing a better job with the Pro Bowl in Orlando than maybe Hawaii. Nobody was watching that. Hawaii. Aloha. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and yesterday, we also told you that legendary recording artist Elton John, Sir Elton, uh, was going to do a farewell tour. Well, guess what? Orlando's on the list. We weren't sure of the entire list, but it turns out, yes. Uh, the performance in Orlando, we now have it confirmed. It will be at the Amway Center on November 27th. The daycare center where that three-year-old little boy, Miles Hill, died after being left in a daycare van all day yeah. will be shut down for good, according to the Department of Children and Families, the, fas- the, the facility also got a, a hefty fine. I mean, shut down for good. That's Nobody it. else can closed. It's gonna. They're gonna close it. Nobody can reopen it as a no. child care. No, certain. No, certainly Why not. not. They determined that this place, uh, you know, rat's nest. had uh, you know, they failed to follow the rules, well, resulting in the kid's death. The owner, the assistant manager, other employees didn't follow the rule. They never kept a transportation log. They never did a head count. They had they done anything right along the way of this thing after he had been marked present 
They like, would have discovered he wasn't even present when they took the roll call. Uh-huh. Well, I understand. You, but I mean, just a ton of Telling it. me that somebody can't come along and say, I don't know what happened there before, but it's a great location for child care. Well, these, ca- these people can't be involved yeah, okay. with any of it. See right. what I mean? Yep. Uh, yeah. So the, the place as is and the people as is out, and they're closing it down. The facility was leveled uh, over a $5,500 fine. And a dying father of five got a life-saving kidney transplant. By literally making himself a walking billboard here at Walt Disney World. He said, I'm in need of a kidney, O positive. And he walked around, he was, you know, walking around with his phone number on it, his cell phone. Wore it for a week when his family vacationed to Disney. A lot of people took a picture. It went viral, as you can imagine. Well, now we know it worked. Because a fellow single dad in Indiana saw the photo had gone viral on Facebook uh, just a couple happened to be there celebrating their birthday or something or other. And this guy did the test and sure enough was a match. It's been shared a jillion times. He flew for the procedure to New York City on his own dime. And, you know, the, the man from New York or New Jersey, actually, who got the kidney said, well, listen, he's from Indiana. He's already 10 percent nicer than everybody else. I guess that's the reputation of those people in the oh, Midwest. Oh, yeah, okay, you know. sure. I'm, I'm getting a little tired of hearing that. Midwest people, yeah. they're just Well, sweet. these are the people who voted for you-know-who. Let me take a little break. More news with Mo. The birthday's upcoming. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Punkies and Murphy Brown. It doesn't get any better than that on the Phillips File. Back to the news. Here's Mo. Today is January 25th in 2018, and I will give you not only Thursday's food day, but since this is our Friday, I'll give you the weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. That's the Phillips File weekend. I'll give you all of them right now. 25th today is Irish Coffee Day. I it's, a lot. it's okay. You know, you have to throw some alcohol in there, right? Bailey's. Yeah. Oh, Bailey. Okay, that's it. Okay, tomorrow, Friday, the first I day. Irish Coffee, it needed something to be able to set it on fire. Uh, Put Jameson in it. Won't light uh, on fire. Oh, I look up a, good. Irish coffee. look up a recipe for it. Mm. Uh, yeah, on Friday, which Get is... back to me by, maybe by 7. The Phillips Files, first day of our weekend. Uh, tomorrow uh, is Green Juice Day, like wheatgrass type green juice. Yeah. That's an acquired taste. Good for you, I, I guess. never liked it. Or Pistachio Day. Oh, Frankie Wheatgrass is on the phone. Oh, God, no, please. Oh, my God, that was painful. It's, it was like sucking a lawnmower bag. It was awful. Traditional was Irish it? coffee. Yeah. Sorry. Uh-huh. Consists of hot coffee, Irish whiskey, sugar, and then it is stirred and topped with thick cream. Yeah. Like when, clotted cream? Oh, God, don't say I clotted. I would hope so. Don't say clotted cream. Jack won't have it. It's uh, just cream. It's, oh, it's, I know. it's clotted. It's cream. Clotted. The, the word clotted makes clotted. it a little... Clotted is not good. Sounds like a... Clotted. No, no, don't say it. I take statin, okay. so I don't have that. No. Clotted cream is great. On, on a sat- scone with a strawberry? Oh, boy, that's good. That's don't some even, good eating. It's really, don't why don't they say started. whipped cream? It would be better. Because it's clotted cream. I know, but... Okay, Saturday food day, Jim. This is the best, one of the best days of the year. It is National Chocolate Cake Day. Sure, of course. Obviously, that's a great day, mm. chocolate cake. And finally, Sunday seems appropriate, actually. It is Blueberry Pancake Day. Ooh. So it's a great weekend for food. Chocolate cake Saturday, blueberry pancake Sunday. I like anything in my pan. You, know, you don't? No, no, I don't. Chocolate chip? No, I just want a regular pancake. You don't have to put anything in there. Right. I'm not against people You're a traditionalist. Who do. I know. Okay, I don't know if you know this. There was an earthquake in Alaska earlier what? this week. What? Hawaii you don't know was that. very concerned about a tsunami. <laughs> a tsunami. That's right, brother. Guess what? In Florida, we felt effects here. What? From the Alaskan tsunami. Okay, I thought, how could this be? It turns out, Jim, it's science. Uh, There were 
There may have been tsunami warnings in Seattle and in Vancouver and all that, but it some wells in Florida have spewed over. What? Yes. According to the U.S. Geological Survey, Florida well waters responded to the underground seismic waves that were sent from the coast of Alaska nearly 3,800 miles from here. The magnitude 7.8 earthquake caused some well waters to rise and others to drop by several inches, some of them spewing overboard over the rim. Alaska's massive magnitude 9.2 quake in 64. What kind of wells are you talking about? Well water. Like well. a lassie type well? Timmy in the well? Timmy's fallen in the well. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oil but well. When this happened back in 1964 in Alaska, the magnitude was a little higher. It was 9.2, but water levels spiked to just over 20 feet in various far-flung parts of the nation. This time, Florida wells, some of them went over over the, the edge, the brink, the lip. I don't know what you say, the over the top. I thought that was absolutely fascinating. That a, 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 an Alaska earthquake could have seismic repercussions down here in Florida. That to me, I mean, they are truly the farthest away possible if you draw a line, right? I mean, boom. Nope. Well, in that case, what were yeah. the wells doing in Kansas? Oh, maybe they had some too. You would think that they would have more. But I only care about Florida wells, really. Or Washington and Oregon. How? Oh, they had some, you know, yeah, effects, sure. Know. No, can, we, you know. we have better tectonic plates here. The Winter U.S. Conference of Mayors is taking place this week in D.C., and Florida is well represented. The mayor of Miami Beach is there. He says one topic is resilience, which looks at how to deal with immediate and long-term challenges and bounce back from them. He's running for governor. Not that Philip Levine guy. This is somebody new. This is Dan Gelber. Oh, the the new mayor of Miami Beach? Correct. Gelber cites the example of Miami Beach dealing with the rising sea levels by raising like 60 miles of streets. They had to elevate them. In, in, in an effort to accommodate what is going on in the climate. Uh, it cost half a billion dollars, but the city of Miami Beach, you know, adapted to to the, uh, the the cards they were dealt. The Conference of Mayors runs through tomorrow. Florida is getting $13 million from the federal government to assist those who relocated here from Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands, <clears throat> excuse me, after being hit by hurricanes Irma and Maria. Ugh. This is called the Dislocated Worker Grant. Mm-hmm. It was announced by our own Congresswoman Val Demings, who said the grant will assist evacuees to find new jobs, including disaster relief employment with, with cleanup and recovery and those kind of things. So that that's good news. $13 million coming to Keep forgetting the Val's up there. <clears throat> oh, really? No, no. She's up there. Oh, I know she's up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. You don't see her on mm-hmm. TV much. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She's looking for a gun. No, stop. We're not supposed to talk about that anymore. Uh, I like that. I, you know, she's she's a qualified public servant. She's, but you don't, I don't know. She's photogenic. She's articulate. You know, you'd think you'd see more of her. Well, she's a brand new freshman, you know, so sometimes. Backbencher. They, at the what, beginning, yeah. I mean, what, what do you mean we're not supposed to talk about it? Nancy Pelosi tell you that, Mo? No. I'm You're not talking, saying, you get your marching orders? You're not supposed, no. I'm just saying that a freshman, brand new. Liberal lefty. Wet behind. Keep your mouth shut. (laughs) Yeah, don't talk about the gun, Mo. Wet behind the ears, you know, congressperson. It takes a while to get, to be a ranking member of anything. Yeah, if you you want a plumb assignment on a committee, you're going to keep your mouth shut. Yeah, put a sock in it there, Val. Two of the NRA's favorite bills are moving forward in the state of Florida. Yesterday, see, the NRA has Marion Hammer. Bam, she's got a control of everybody. Yesterday, the House Criminal Justice Committee approved a measure that would allow the concealed carry of firearms 
in churches. Got that right. Praise the Lord. Hell yeah. Oh, uh-huh. boy. Put Bible verse on your bullets and go to church on Sunday. I got news for you. They're already carrying guns in church. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised. A couple of them in the synagogue. Mm. Nope. The oh, pa- you think? Nope. The panel also... <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. You the- think every... Not one person. Not one person at Temple is uh, has a weapon on them. Mm. I would be surprised. Really? I would be very surprised. Yeah, I got a surprise for you. Yeah, okay. The panel also in Tallahassee okayed a bill allowing public school teachers and principals to carry concealed weapons. What? As well. In the class? Oh, that's okay? I mean, that that gets you upset? That's where you get nervous? There are children. Oh, boy. There are children at Temple, too. So I'm just in church, too. Sunday school and stuff. Anyway, uh, both of them face an uncertain future, but I will keep you posted on what's doing there. I'm just saying. Why shouldn't you have a gun in church? Mm. Seems a little yeah, dangerous. Praise the Lord and Got pass that right. the ammunition. Mm-hmm. Oh, Got a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, my personal Lord mm-hmm. and Savior. Mm-hmm. Somebody comes in with a gun, tries to interfere with that connection. Say, see you later. No, say sir. hello to heaven. Probably hell. I thought you're not. Uh, thou shalt not murder. Does anybody p- follow that anymore? Thou shalt protect thyself. Well, it doesn't have that as one of the commandments. I'm afraid. Thou shalt be good guy with a gun. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not on the ten. Not my on the brother's tablet. keeper. Mm-hmm. That must have broken on the other tablet. I am my the brother's ones keeper. Seen. Doesn't have that on there. I have a duty to God Almighty to no. protect my brothers and sisters on this earth, the worldly plane. Oh, Amen. Thank you. Uh, President Trump's on again, off again visit to Great Britain. Maybe on again. Oh, oh, pay up. Pay up, Jim. A statement from the British <laughs> Prime Minister, Theresa May's camp, says details going. now may be worked out. Not for next month, but maybe for later in the year. No. He was supposed to visit Britain in February, but pulled out following reports that millions of people were yeah. taking to the streets. He's not going. Yeah. Uh, he said, oh, no, I'm, I withdrew because uh, I'm not going to formally open the U.S. Embassy in London. Remember that? No, you want to see yeah. a protest. Mm-mm. Oh, they'll go haywire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say a bad word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cocking, don't you think? I mean, mm-hmm. mm. yesterday I told you that Disney gave its employees a, such a, I mean, a $1,000 bonus. Home Depot did it today. Such a cretin, don't you know? Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Home Depot is giving its employees bonuses, and they oh. also say thanks to the new federal tax benefits. Thanks, Obama. Should have stayed there. In what Home Improvement Chain calls an investment <laughs> in its workers, <laughs> the Home Depot claims it'll give employees up to a $1,000 bonus. They say that it'll be beneficial for the company uh, across the year, but it doesn't exactly know how it'll impact the Disney as Without well. too much disrespect yeah. to Home Depot, trying to find anybody in that store that knows what the hell's going on no. other than to be able to <laughs> yeah, cash your two-by-fours. Take your tax savings and yeah. hire more help. I've said it before. Remember when they first opened, man, they'd have these experts in all the aisles, and they knew everything. Uh, you know, these old some of the old retired guys that knew everything yes. about home improvement. They did. Aren't ha! You Try look- that now. No. Well, there <laughs> are... The some. guys they have are still knowledgeable. But they're so hard to find because they're so fewer and far between. That's true. Ugh. We got a good guy in electric uh, in ours in our Home Depot. The guy who's in the electrical department. I don't think you should strong. be doing anything associated with electric in your home. Oh. Woogie, woogie, woogie. My husband just put up a bunch of lights the other day. I mean, rigged it. You know, Punched yeah, he up. rigged it all right. No, he did. He did. They're great, but it yeah. does scare me Until a little. Get that short. <laughs> No. <laughs> you no, up a, like a matchbox. We turned the breaker off. He installed the lights. He's very, very adept at all these household projects. A new study, Jim, shows that men dominate when it comes to being nominated for a Grammy Award. That's for music, you know. 
The study recently released from USC on gender and racial figures in pop music says just over 90% of the nominees between 2013 and 2018 were men. Which meant what? Darn That's right. just 10% love for women. The study also says women nominated for a Grammy were most likely to be recognized for Best New Artist or Song of the Year, even with Taylor Swift, Adele, and Beyonce dominating the charts. The 60th Grammy Awards are this coming yeah. Sunday. Oh, here's a woman who wins a lot of stuff. Oprah. What uh, now? Oh, boy. She says the presidential run in 2020 is, quote, not something that interests her, end quote. Oprah tells the InStyle magazine she doesn't have the DNA for that kind of presidency or that kind of run. She didn't immediately shy away from rumors after that rousing speech. So people started saying, oh, maybe she wants it. Maybe she wants it. Why does she run for the Senate? Why doesn't she she run for the Senate in Illinois? Yeah, or wherever her home base is. Does it come with a house? I don't. I mean, I'm just, you know, and and see how you do. You might. Oprah even said she met with someone who said they would take care of the entire campaign, but the entertainer and businesswoman concluded by saying, that is not for me. A new CNN poll published this week says President Trump shows him lagging behind Oprah if they were to have a fictional run, and he lags by nine points. That's all? That Oprah would win. Yeah. She would win 52 to 42 or something like that. I'll say it again. Bring boring back to politics. Mm -hmm. Bring boring and policy back to politics. Oh, see if you recognize this song. Jackie, you have a song for me? Oh, yes, I do, Mo. Okay. Oh, boy. This is so exciting. I know. I never tried this before. I'm going to see how it works out. We're going with actualities here. I know. Mm. Can I please have a little bit of sound? Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, boy. I didn't Any know it was going to. I'm sorry. Yeah, I should have yeah, given you a heads up. There we go. There you go. It's it it. we got a spinning wheel Jim, there. Jim, I'll never. Pigman, you I'm see sorry. this. Time for Teletubbies. You know what that is? I remember that. This is a huge deal. What? The British actor who played Tinky Winky, the purple Teletubby, has died. R.I.P. Simon Barnes was 52 years old. That's it. They're investigating his death. It was found a day or so ago. They don't think it's suspicious, but 52? He played one of those four gentle, brightly colored characters on the show between 98 and 2001. Jim, that was the gay one. The gay one, yeah, because in 99, evangelical preacher Jerry Falwell, I thought for a while it was Pat Robertson, but it wasn't, it was Falwell, right. said that Tinky Winky's purple color, triangle antenna, and his handbag, because he carried a purse, indicated the character was gay. The BBC countered that Tinky Winky is simply a, quote, sweet, technological baby with a magic Yeah, bag. there's some hidden message there, you know what uh, I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. Mm-hmm. No. Inculcating our children. Keep that message of inclusion and acceptance to Mm -hmm. yourself. Uh Uh-huh. Where we are now. You heard of the rapper 50 Cent? Sure, of course. 50. In the club. 50 Cent. Yeah, right. He has, (laughs) uh, Pinkman, listen up. He has millions of dollars in Bitcoin. Oh, yeah, I heard that. And he's only just realized it. The artist, whose real name is Curtis Jackson, accepted Bitcoin for payment for his 2014 album. Back when Bitcoin was only worth about $700 per Bitcoin. Yeah, cash it in now. While this cryptocurrency is taking a hit from, you know, it was as hot, really super high, the forty, no, $400,000 in Bitcoin he collected back then is now worth, oh my God, $7.7 million. Told you, viable cryptocurrency. He's keeping it real. He forgot he even did it. He, he allowed people to pay Bitcoin for his album. Now he ended up with all this Bitcoin, and now he's worth, uh, just from that album sales alone, uh, for the Bitcoin stuff, mm. $7.7 million. He should have sold it a couple weeks ago. He would have yeah, had when it was at that. a super high. Didn't right. he um, file bankruptcy? 
Yeah. Did he? Now he's rich again. 50 Cent. He's got money in, in Bitcoin. Good for him. him. I was worried. Two, Me too. Two more women are accusing. Well, they might haul him back into court. Now that he has some You're dough. You're worth the millions of dollars when you declare bankruptcy. Somebody's uh, yeah. got creditors. You had this Bitcoin and you didn't tell us? Yeah. Throw him in the pokey. Two Perjury. More, <laughs> two more women Obstruction are. Obstruction of justice. Two more said, women, Jim. I say, I say, uh, Your Honor. Oh Listen, foghorn leg. <laughs> I say. Uh, two more women are accusing Nelly of sexual assault. Court documents acquired Uh-oh. by the Daily Beast claim that the rapper Nelly assaulted two more women, these from the UK, while he was overseas. Both women have opted to remain anonymous. Nelly Read about was, this uh, story coming out of London where they had this big charity event with the, uh, all the rich and some famous. Mm-hmm. It's all men, all male. Oh. And they raise money for charity. Been doing it for about 30, 33 years or so. Really? I think the Financial Times sent a reporter to do undercover. Yes. And it was just a grope fest. Oh, It was what? just a gigantic grab and grope fest. Ah, keep your hands off me. Yeah, uh, they've uh, they've ended the uh, they've this, ended that this event. This and anybody year. who got any money, they're turning it back in. It's it's kind of an interesting story. Really? Wait, who were they groping? Women. If it was an all male event, was all male event, and they hired women to be, you know, I guess, you know, <laughs> delivered beverages and whatever. Oh. Kind of like an eyes eyes wide shut party to a certain degree. They told numbers. the women who they hired, who made I think on average about two hundred dollars. That's it for that night. Oof. Uh, to wear, uh, to wear skimpy clothes or something. No, they were they were provided with skirts, but they were told to wear black underwear. Oh God, that doesn't ever work out well. I, I mean, well, a lot of these women are poor. The, a lot of these women are from Eastern Europe. They come in, they don't have a pot to piss in, and yeah. you know, two hundred dollars right. is two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and it just turned out to be a gigantic grope fest. Grope fest. Jim, guess See who else is accused? Of, guess who else is accused of groping? Who? Uh, famous magician David Copperfield. What now? Uh, he says... Couldn't hide it? Uh-uh. He... <laughs> no. Nice. Uh, a 17-year-old, claim, an aspiring model, claims that she was drugged and sexually assaulted by Copperfield. Isn't that an old story? Didn't That's a was... long time ago, but and, now uh, it's it happened. Out... Yeah, 30 years ago. Oh, no. There was one story, and he was cleared of that. Yeah, This something. is a new... This one says a new charge. The report says the alleged assault happened after she competed in a modeling contest in which David Copperfield was a judge. Brittany Lewis, who was 17 at the time, Mm. claims Copperfield invited her to a show, poured something into her drink at the bar. He says the claim is false and that Miss Lewis was caught by law enforcement making the same false claim about another guy. Oh, ha. So we don't know exactly what that's all about. So throw his throw his name out there. Yeah, just smear him a little bit. huh? Mo, and, did he make a move on you when he made you disappear? We didn't disappear. We just went to the back of the Bob car. He, okay. Somehow we were on the stage. Yeah. And then we, and then you were gone. He did and then a little magic. Boom! In the back. I repeat, when you disappeared. No, I didn't see him when I disappeared. I just disappeared. What did you see? I materialized up did in you the balcony. Sign anything? Up in the balcony. I can't, did you I, sign anything? It's magic. Did you sign anything? I never got that message to him. I'll just say it's magic. So can just, we make this permanent? No. <laughs> No, you know, you'd be sorry if I was gone. I would. Erica, bad I really dude. would. I know yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, we all would. I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm glad same. you tried. Jo- join the bandwagon. Let's go. I'm ready. Okay, go ahead. Did you sign anything, though? Uh, uh, it, you j- can tell us if you wanted I'll to. I'll just tell no. you this. 
Don't, it's magic. No, it's magic. Don't That's say anything you know. about that. I want to be always amazed and surprised. We were on the stage. We were in a big like cart with, t- and then they had this filmy, you know, this I was uh, there. I saw fabric yeah. and whatever. And then the next thing you knew, va 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 boom, bang. We're there was the like back. a dozen of you though. Yeah. yeah, the coolest thing ever transported to the back of the house. Go figure. It was awesome. pretty cool. It was David so uh, amazing. Field. Erica Badu. Uh, do you know who this is? Yeah, yes. you're Singer. running out of time. Oh, boy. Tick, tick, anyway, tick. I know her. she made some comments about Hitler. Remind me to bring this up in a minute. Oh, um, God. I, I know. She has to defend herself now. She opened her big trap. That's not going to work for you. Thank you. Happy, happy birthday to a singer. I have a couple of good things to say about Hitler. No, don't defend Hitler. It. Please don't defend Hitler. How about this? Happy, happy birthday to another singer who has never defended Hitler, Alicia Keys. Happy, happy birthday. You don't know that. I don't. Well, I'm hoping. Nice lady. Uh, She's very talented. Get, Alicia Keys. I'm, I'm gonna pass. Oh, I think, oh really? No, I, I, I'm not sure, but I think I, I think I know. But I'll, so I'll pass. It's hard to tell because I'm a gentleman. With someone who wears that much makeup, it's hard oh, to guess. Oh, for right. goodness' uh, sake! I'm gonna go with 42. No, I think she's older. I think she's closer to my age. Bet you won't. 49. Alicia ooh, Keys. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, I don't know. A uh, 40. Are you low? Yeah. 37. Holy That's what crap. I was going to say. Uh, now Jack kind of threw sure. it. Anyway. 49. Damn. God bless I'm confusing her with someone else. I think you must Maybe be. Alicia Silverstone. No, that's yes. true. Next. No, she's not 49. Uh, the, a four-time WWE champ and the wife of The Undertaker, Michelle McCool. She's a female wrestler. You'd know her if you saw her. She's won the championship four times, yeah. WWE. Okay. How old is Michelle McCool? She's, uh, believe it or not, she's uh, 35. Uh, 37? I don't know, 36? Mm, Pinkman, 38. You were close. Wrong way, Pinkman. And finally, from both Sanford and Son and Barney Miller, (gasps) Gregory Sierra. He was Detective Sergeant Chano, I'm a, uh, I don't know, Amenguel or something like that with Barney Miller. And he was also the next door neighbor of Sanford and Son, the Puerto Rican neighbor. He was the one with the big long sideburns. Julio Fuentes. Oh, yeah. That's him. How old is he? Oh, wow. Barney Miller, funny. Barney Miller and Sanford and Son. Pinkman, you're up. Hey, uh, 72. Nope. 75. Oh, crap. 73. Jim, 77. Yeah! And that's the Lottie Don. Just call me more. Take a break. When we come back, we're going to open up the lines. Pinkwin will pick one of you, and you will play against him in a bonus round of closest to the pin, hoping to win good fortune for the rest of your life. Next on Real Radio 104.1. To win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody, we're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right, you've got that right. The game is closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. Hey, Mark's on the line. Why? Because he wants to play against Pinkman in the bonus round of closest to the pin. Mark is vying for that You Matter business card. He'll win it if he defeats Pinkman, and he will have good fortune for the rest of his life. Mark also knows he's uh, walking a tight wire if he loses bad luck for 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, head to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes Mm -hmm. to determine your handicap. Let's get this underway. Mark, how are you today? Very well. Happy Thursday, File. Yeah, same to you. I've got 10 questions for you. You know how this works. All the questions in some form or fashion are connected 
answer to the best of your ability. I need a countdown and keep score for Mark, please. In three, two, one, begin. Mark, President Trump is in Davos, Switzerland for a meeting. What's the population of Switzerland? Four million. Besides the Vatican, Switzerland is the only nation that has a square flag. But the John Mayer album, Room for Squares, was released in what year? 1975. Vatican City is an independent city-state that covers how many acres? 250. Green Acres was a popular television situation comedy that first aired in what year? 1963. Billy Joe Armstrong is the lead singer for Green Day. How old is Armstrong? 43. How tall is disgraced professional bike racer Lance Armstrong? Five foot ten. Walter Lance created the cartoon character Woody Woodpecker. Woody made his first appearance in what year? 1952. How old is actor Woody Harrelson? 47. Harrelson made his mark on the TV comedy Cheers that first aired in what year? 1982. Get it within 20, it went outright. If Ted Danson was a crow in Cleveland, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Toledo? 95 miles. Time. All right. There what we was go. the mileage to win? Within what? 95. No, you said yeah. 95 is 20. No, I know what you said. But 20, Jim 20, said. 20, 20, 20. Thank you, sir. With Hugh Downs. <laughs> He's dead, isn't he? Yeah. Sure. Long dead. All right. What did he say? His answer for that one? Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, you, I, I wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I got yeah, it written yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, we oh, got it. Yeah, 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 I got yeah, it. Yeah, you got yeah, it. I got it. All right, Mr. Yeah. Pinkman, are you ready? Yes. All right. Yes. Roll the dice, and whatever it is will take off from the number 15. That will be your handicap for today. Oh, yeah. Ten. Oh. Mm-hmm. So Ten questions plus, for you. Plus five. Let's get underway. Countdown. Keep score for Pinkman. Certainly, Jim. Here we go in three, two, one. Begin. Pinky, President Trump is in Davos, Switzerland for a meeting. What's the population of Switzerland? Uh, four million. Besides the Vatican, Switzerland is the only nation that has a square flag, but the John Mayer album Room for Squares was released in what year? 2001. Vatican City is an independent city-state that covers how many acres? Uh, 380. Green Acres was a popular television situation comedy that first aired in what year? 1971. Billy Joe Armstrong is the lead singer for Green Day. How old is Armstrong? Uh, 47. How tall is disgraced professional bike racer Lance Armstrong? 6'2". Walter Lance created the cartoon character Woody Woodpecker. Woody made his first appearance in what year? Uh, 1938. How old is actor Woody Harrelson? 51. Harrelson made his mark on the TV comedy Cheers that first aired in what year? Uh, 1984. Get it within 20, you went outright. If Ted Danson was a crow in Cleveland, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Toledo? Um, 132. Time. <laughs> wow. All right. Mm-hmm. Old Ted Danson crow. Son of a yeah. bitch. What's the what? matter? Nothing. The time thing. Okay. You know, when it's close, then he gets a really low handicap and... Then he still wins. There we go. Let's score the game. And for all of you uh, playing along at home or in your car, here we go. Oh, boy. President Trump in Davos, Switzerland. What's the population of Switzerland? Mark said. They both said 4 million. 8.3 million. Okay. They both get a point here. uh, The John Mayer album room for squares. 
because of the square Switzerland flag. Mm-hmm. Again, the square is released in what year, Mark said? 75. Pinkman. 2001. Right on the money, 2001. There, Pinkman. Think of that before and he nails it every time. Vatican City, an independent city-state that covers how many acres, Mark said? Mm, 250. And Pinkman? 380. 100. 100 acres. The okay. Vatican, there's like, the Vatican is in Vatican City, right? Mm, that's right. <clears throat> okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Green Acres, a popular television situation comedy, first aired in what year, Mark said? 63. Pinkman. 71. 65. Ooh, it's all tied up. Billy Joe Armstrong, lead singer for Green Day. How old is Armstrong? Mark said? 43. Pinkman. 47. 45. Split it. Oh, they each get one there. Still tied. How tall is disgraced professional bike racer Lance Armstrong? Mark said? 5'10". Pinkman. 6'2". Right on the money, 5'10". What? Mm-hmm. Man. Oh, Pinky, you stinking the up a storm. Four to go. Walter Lance created the cartoon character Woody Woodpecker. Uh, Woody made his first appearance in what year, Mark said? 52. Pinkman. 38. That's uh, a point for Pinkman, 1940. Ooh, Yay. there you go, Pinky. How old is actor Woody Harrelson, Mark said? 47. Pinkman. 51. 56. Oh, it's all tied up again. Two to go. Two to go. (laughs) Harrelson made his mark on the TV comedy Cheers that first aired in what year, Mark said? They were super close on this. Mark said 82. Pinky said 84. Right on the money. 1982. Oh, no. Oh, no. Stupid Cheers. Your only chance is to get this within 20. I'll get a stamp. Get it within 20. You went out right. If Ted Danson get it, Cheers, whatever. If Ted Danson was a, <laughs> did you get it? Uh, I sort of did. Yeah. If Ted Danson was a crow in Cleveland, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Toledo? Meaning Toledo, Ohio. Of course, I could have said Toledo, Spain, but mm. it's Toledo, Ohio. I understand. Mark said ninety-five miles. Pinkman said one thirty-two. Get it within twenty. You went out right. The answer? Yeah. One sixteen. Oh, Pinkman's within twenty. He is. Yeah, I win. Oh, you oh win. what a bunch of yeah, crap! Yesterday you lost because of the rule. Today you win. No oh, fair. Yeah. No, it is fair. Sorry about that, Mark. You played well, but not good enough, Poor especially Mark. with the crow question. Bad oh, luck for you for sorry. twenty-four hours. Thanks for playing that mm-hmm. bonus round of closest to the pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and. Closest to the pin. Well done, Pinkman. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Wow. Snuck in there at the end. Yeah. You're Ooh. darn right. Not bad. Mm-hmm. What I think- did he do? Take it down to 112? Mm-hmm. 132 minus 20? No, he he said 132, and you said it was 116. So, yeah. So, 116. So, yeah. He, he was, was down within, to yep. he's down to 112. So oh, got oh, oh very close. Oh, yeah, bro. <sighs> What area code is 707? I'm getting a call. Petaluma, California. No, oh, give him a call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Answer no. it. Answer it. What do they have to say? Oh. If it doesn't come up, if I can't identify the caller, I don't answer it. You're then the I, next winner block in the iHeartRadio National Contest. You just won $1,000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Good we job do- there, Pinky. Thank you. Thank you, John Mayer. <laughs> Woody Woodpecker, not one of my favorites. Nah. nah he's kind of annoying. He is. He is with his face. Woody Harrelson, he made it big, didn't he? Yes. It was. I think what was surprising is because he broke through with the character who was dim-witted. So I think you have the tendency to associate that with the actor. Then he goes on to do movies and mm-hmm. you know has this awesome career. And you're like, oh, I guess that he was just acting. Talented. Every time I see him, I think yeah. of that dim-witted character on Cheers. Right. Did he work with also Coach? named Woody? Yeah. <laughs> He worked. No, with he the, took over after he took died. Took over for coach. He didn't yeah. work at all with coach. I don't no. think so. Oh, I think coach died. Then they brought in Wood. It was a funny program mm-hmm. for his time. So it was great. I think it still holds up. It's still funny. 
I was in high school. Rhea Perlman, funny. Frazier started there, funny. Lilith is what? Funny. That's how I said Seinfeld that still holds up. Oh, I that, watched two no, episodes last, last night. <laughs> it is funny. The classic uh, Kenny Rogers roaster oh, episode. Oh, my God. Outside the window with the red light. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one about the uh, the Japanese tourists that come into town. And Where Kramer's got him in his apartment. He's in got him. The they're sleeping, sleeping in the drawers. In, the thing, yeah. <laughs> in his dress. So, so funny. Speaking of 90s sitcoms, I ended up watching... I forget why, because I couldn't change a channel. I think I was, like, paralyzed or something. What? Um, it, it was a temporary <laughs> paralysis. Oh, but cheer, an episode of, uh, not Cheers, what's that show? Friends. Mm. Towards the end, I think they kind of went on maybe a little too long. It was like, by the end, they they were dating. I think they had every yeah. possible machination of who was sleeping right, with whom. Right, right, right. You know? And I don't it, think I ever watched one episode all the way through. I think I, because it, it became popular, yeah. and I was so in love with Seinfeld. See. And it kind of, you know. Drew you away? Or, no, yeah, see, it I, was I'm good. not giving up. That was on at 8, 8.30. They always have that mm. whatever hammock show, and then at 9 o'clock it was Seinfeld. Another show after that, and then it was ER. That was must-see TV. Well, Frazier often was Oh, on. I'm not saying it wasn't popular. I just didn't, thought I was, I don't know. Too cool for it. Maybe damaging my own loyalty to Seinfeld no. to give any. I didn't want to laugh harder during Friends, but yeah, I don't, I don't think, think I would have because mm-hmm. it wasn't my generation. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. The policeman isn't there to create disorder. And the agony of defeat. The policeman is there to preserve disorder. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Hey, don't forget sports with Pat Clark in about 20 minutes. First things first, time for Jack's audio file. Jim, thank you very much. Uh, Here's the deal. Big announcement today and one that really has, at least in the past, a connection to real radio and yours truly, the XFL. Vince McMahon announcing today that the XFL will be back in 2020, 19 years after uh, round one of the XFL. Real Radio was the official flagship station for the Orlando Rage. Uh, Dirty Jim and yours truly were both sideline reporters with the for the games, and we traveled with the team. It was a fun year. They spent way too much money on the likes of us, and it's no wonder why they couldn't afford to keep the league afloat after one season. Hopefully they make the same mistake again. But let's go to today's announcement. Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for joining today's press conference. The new XFL will kick off in 2020, and quite frankly, we're going to give the game of football back to fans. So I would ask that uh, we'll... The question of what would you do if you could reimagine the game of professional football? Not a lot of details in the announcement, but more broad strokes. Like me. I mean, it's like, yeah, "Yeah, okay, and go ahead and do it. Uh, Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I I got a great uh, idea, and you all go do the hard work. Because, yeah, they ask, like, what cities? Well, we don't know yet. And (laughs) he kind of goes out with an idea. And if you watch that, the uh, documentary, 30 for 30 documentary on ESPN about the original XFL, fascinating, you know, uh, documentary. But it talks about how he just kind of put the idea out there and then tried to figure out a way. It's kind of like... Kennedy, we're going to, you know, put a man on the moon and, you know, the, spend the next decade figuring out how to get it done. 
Well, at least this time he has a couple years to figure out a lot of these questions. He he actually touched a little on what the league will be. Would you, for instance, eliminate halftime? Would you have fewer commercial breaks? Would the game of football be faster? Would the rules be simpler? The new XFL will be fan-centric with all the things you like to see and less of the things you don't. Would you like to have a football in the game? Would you think they should wear helmets? He's saying, you know, you have seven months of the year without football, so he wants to change that. It's fans above Mm -hmm. all was one of the mottos they had on the stage there. More ball was another one. Um, One of the reporters in the press conference asked about, you know, players like Johnny Manziel, uh, Tim Tebow, and uh, Colin Kaepernick. You know, uh, any restrictions, would you be going after them? I, You know, obviously, uh, Tim Tebow would be the 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 hugest get for the league. I Definitely. don't think they could go wrong there. But uh, Manziel has had issues in the past. And, uh, you know, then you have the controversy surrounding the uh, um, uh, Ka- Colin Kaepernick. He did say he expects all players to stand for the anthem. That was addressed. He said there will be no political affiliations with the league. However, here he is on the the subject of uh, those three specific players and who might not be welcome in the league. That one of the things when I said the quality of human being is very important and just as important as the quality of the player, what I mean by that is um, you want someone who, who does not have any criminality whatsoever associated with them. And in the uh, XFL, even if you have a DUI, you will not play in the XFL. So there you go. <laughs> no criminality. And uh, if you've ever had, oh, good luck finding a player. If you had a DUI, you can't play in the XFL. Right. That is until, you know, whatever star player he does land gets a DUI. Then I have a feeling there might be a rule change. And the one of the things I can tell you from my experience with the XFL, they're not afraid to change the rules during the season. Matter of fact, during the games, I think they were changing the rules. I mean, they, it what? was. Now, not during the games, but during the season. Towards <laughs> yeah, the, during the games. Towards, Wait a minute. Let's yeah. change the rule here. you got to go 15 yards yeah. now. Towards <laughs> the end of the down. season, yeah. what yeah. they did was the extra points. The further back you move the ball on an extra point, the more points you would get for it. You know, so if you started on the, the five-yard line, it might be worth two points. If you started on the 10, it might be worth four points. You know what I'd like to see, really, in professional football, because the kickers are so damn good now, is to narrow the goalposts. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why not? Well, well, I, think the, I think the same thing in basketball. When's the last time they raised yeah. the hoop? These guys are gigantic now. Yeah. You know, they, they, they go walk up and drop the ball in. They're so tall. Why not raise it uh, a few inches? I like what you're saying, Phillips. Let's do it. We're, we're fans. Besides, like my voice is changing. I'm getting that old man voice now. Oh, Speaking boy. of football, football, football. Excuse me, I just reached puberty. Uh, uh, Vince McMahon <laughs> says his league is going to be all about the fans. And speaking of football fans, here we are. Uh, I'm not the only one to tell you the two cities with the worst fans are Philadelphia oh, and New England. I've got people backing me up on last night's Jimmy Kimmel. We have from NFL Networks. Here is Rich Eisen. Take a listen. To me, the biggest thing is these fans for the Patriots and the Eagles might be, I'm not sure whether to say the best or worst fans, because (laughs) they're certainly the most enthusiastic fans. Yes. 
in the NFL. That's also a euphemism for the biggest a-hole fan. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I he don't ain't think... lying. He ain't lying. I know we're short on time, so I've got a bunch of videos posted. Uh, Burger King does an ad for the web to explain net neutrality. What? With uh, the Whopper neutrality. Oh, that's funny. So they do a little play on that. A news anchor has to talk about Bison Hump Day, and can't. she gets the giggles. We have news bloopers on our website. Drew Carey in The Price is Right uh, is nearly dragged off the stage by a contestant. Oh, my God. But I, I got videos of all of that and videos of this guy. This is a stupid Facebook thing. I clicked out, but then I couldn't stop watching it. And it's this guy. Well, let me play it for you, then you tell me what you think is happening here. All right, take a listen. I think this guy might get punched one day. Yep. I know he would. So here's the deal. He sneaks up behind these people, and he clips something on them, then taps them on the shoulder. What the hell? Listen, here he goes. Run. So he takes, he's got this <laughs> clip with about a two-foot-long fishing line and then a snake attached to it, a rubber that. snake. Yeah, <laughs> so he clips it on the people, taps them on the shoulder. They turn around and see the snake, and then they run, and obviously the it snake is... It goes with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. If you if you like the video of the cat turning around to see the cucumber and jumping about five feet in the air, <laughs> this is similar to that. It, it's it's kind of mean, and if it happened to you, you might want to really wring this guy's neck. But when you're watching the video, it's pretty so damn funny. funny. What do you think happens though after that's over with him? You know, I mean, you got to you apologize. Probably have to get some kind of release, maybe. In the world of the internet, I don't think you're worried about maybe releases. not. I guess, but yeah, yeah, you could still face a punch in the nose. All Somebody those, could really be upset with that. You can right. see that. All the other videos we just uh, talked about sorry. all on the website, realradio.fm. Click on the Phillips file. And don't forget, see Jim's before and after pictures on his new bathroom. It's all on our website. We'll take that break. And when we come back, of course, sports with Pat Clark. He sports over at Channel 2. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A German entrepreneur has founded a couch potato club. So far there are 25 members. Oh, buddy. There are far more members than you know. Next, the man who played Barney the Dinosaur is now a tantric sex guru. I wonder if he sings that I love you you love me song from the show. Finally, a Cadillac DeVille that's been turned into the world's fastest mobile hot tub has sold at auction for over $26,000. Must have some really good jets on it. Ha. Huh. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. Real Radio Orlando on Facebook. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From...
Yeah, North Koreans aren't going to mess around with us. They just tried to hack into our system. We shut them down. Thanks to our chief engineer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knows exactly what was happening. Yeah. He does know some stuff. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks like a guy who knows stuff. It's counterintelligence, man. He hit that button. Take that. Boom. North Korea. Yeah. Right back at mm-hmm. you. Try to pick up your phone some pew yang. Jack. <laughs> pew yang. Jack. Yeah. You want to be a movie star again? Sure. I got I got an extra. Contact two? No. Sorry, is Patrick there? Yes. Oh, oh wait. Right. Maybe Pat Clark handles sports movies. over at Channel mm-hmm. Two. Got a little bit of a delay there because of some technical difficulties, as they like to say in the business. Pat Clark handles sports over at Channel Two. Every Thursday at this time, we talk to Patrick and get some updates on things we're thinking about sports wise. Please welcome Pat Clark to the program. Welcome back, Patrick. James, how are you? Doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing fine, thanks. I heard you guys couldn't dial out there for a little bit. Yeah. My first thought was, what if you need a pizza or something? No, we're really yeah, in trouble I was then. thinking, you know, when we have this little snafu, I was thinking, and I hate to, you know, because, well, it's back. Remember when? Remember when you had those phones, the rotary phones or the push-button phones, and you had five little plastic, and you could put somebody Weird. on hold? And you would push the red button. And then you go back, hold on, you put them on hold, and you could go back to it. Yeah, I remember that. And and when you talk to somebody on those phones, there was never any problem. There was never any, I can't hear you, you're breaking up, what's going (laughs) No, there was no breaking up. What are you going to do? That day is long gone. Sorry. We had a rotary phone for the longest time. Hang on just a second, James. Oh, here we go. See? I'm getting, I'm in my office at work, and the phone just rang. See, listen to you. We had a rotary dial on our phone in Colfax forever, and we lived in such a small town. Our our, our home number was six seven four three six five four. But back then, the town was so small you didn't have to dial all of it. We what? just dialed like four four three six five four. That's fine. <laughs> what? That was enough. I remember. Uh, John, you wouldn't even need to use the phone. You just stick your head out the window and yell at somebody, oh, right? Oh, yeah. no. Or run out and hand over a note to somebody at a tractor and say, "Take it down to you know, yeah, Mrs. Uh, the, the, Johnson, to the Smith Farm, uh, will you?" Uh, sure. Look, I, I don't. Another thing: Have you ever noticed that when you dial a wrong number, it's oh. never busy? Oh, that's a good point. How come that is? <laughs> Not to go back too far, oh, but I remember when I was a kid, you actually had to use an operator. You'd have to dial no, the operator. No, you did not. I did, too. If I wanted to call my buddy Bobby McRae across the street yeah. to see if he wanted to watch some Three Stooges, right. I'd have to, you know. I, you'd pick you, up and talk to the operator? Yeah, you'd dial operator, the zero at the end, the whole way around I on understand. the rotary phone, and there's operator, and you say, connect me, please, to blah, 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 and they connect you. Work like a charm. Did you have a party line, James? No, I didn't have a party line. No, no we party did. Line. When we lived on the farm, we had a party line with the Breeds and the Deconings. Oh, boy. And, oh, yeah, you could. You, know, you need to call somebody. You might listen in on someone else's conversation Correct. a couple miles down the road. Crazy. Talking code. I can't imagine you got much phone time with all those sisters. Uh, actually, my sisters were very lonely. They didn't get phone calls from me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> see. Yeah. You knew, I knew it was coming. Softball mode. Softball pitch. That's just cold. That's hey, let's cold. talk about the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl in town this weekend. And yeah. uh, we've talked about this in past years. I have a strange feeling this has kind of uh, been kicked up a few notches. Am mean, I right or wrong? I mean, just as far as uh, being a bigger deal, certainly for the city of Orlando, there's more going on, more connected to it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a bigger, I don't want to call it a circus, but it's a big show in town now. Is that right, or am I way off base on this? 
Well, we'll be. I mean, a great litmus test, James, will be the size of crowd that shows up Sunday afternoon. Yeah, uh, they had a sold out crowd a year ago. Uh, there was novelty to Orlando hosting the Pro Bowl for the very first time. Uh, I will say this: when the teams practiced for the first time yesterday, uh, we were down there, and we were also there for day one of practices a year ago. Mm-hmm. A year ago, those practice fields at the Wide World of Sports were packed absolutely packed with these ravenous fans they have and it was an incredible electric atmosphere and this is just for a practice for the pro bowl right uh yesterday it wasn't that way no way really? uh, there were so many seats to be had and i'm not knocking the event i certainly will not do that uh but i'm just saying that maybe the novelty of that has already worn off a little bit the weather was beautiful yesterday right um now Sunday, as I understand it, Tony Minolfi tells me that there might be some rain in the area on Sunday afternoon. So mm-hmm. that could that could, you know, uh, pardon the pun, douse things a little bit. Let's hope that's not the case. Um, in terms of it being ratcheted up a little bit, well, the city of Orlando would love for that to happen. Uh, the event last year brought in millions of dollars in tourist money, which is always a good thing for this city. So we'll just have to wait and see how this week plays out. They've got that one more year uh, where they're supposed to be bringing the game here next year. Uh, And then after that, who knows what happens. I think Orlando put on a pretty good show last year, James. And I think they're doing a pretty good job this year. Yeah, I think we do a pretty good. Yeah, I think Orlando, you know, given everything that we have around the area with the theme parks and stuff, we do a pretty good job. Let me move on to this uh, idea from uh, Vince McMahon with the uh, WWE about bringing the XFL back. Is this just a lot of bluster? Or no, I heard, I heard, I heard part of the press conference, and he essentially said, mm-hmm. "And thinking about bringing the XFL back, uh, what do you think we ought to do?" And it's like, you know, what do you, well, what do you mean? What do you want to do? From, he's asking for ideas from the fans, and I did not get to uh, hear the press conference. I was actually on my way back from the PGA merchandise show, which is which is going on. Uh, so I don't know. I, I, I've just tried to cram a little bit into my head of what I'm reading online about this league, which was a disaster, as most of us recall, when Orlando uh, had a city in the old XFL back then. Do you guys remember that? Yes, I do. Uh, quite well, There's since a- we were the mm-hmm. flagship station. No, oh, boy. That first game had over 30,000 people. It was packed, Pat. Okay, well, that was the first game, right, Jack? And then what happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, it went down every game thereafter. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, by the way, thank you for my Orlando Rage jacket. because I <laughs> That's, have that's authentic- right, I gave Pat over to... That's right. <laughs> I, I, but it was just, you know, Vince McMahon, you know, who is who's a great innovator. He's yeah, made hundreds right. of millions of dollars off of doing what he does. And he wants to bring football back, he, but he doesn't want it to be um, the way it was. Uh, but he did do things, even in that one year of XFL, that we're now seeing in the NFL. The cameras all over the place on the field. Yeah. Before the XFL, you never would have heard that. Now the cameras are everywhere in NFL games. Uh, that's one thing that Vince McMahon did. But he does want, as I understand it, James, ideas from fans. And he has said that if you have if you have any kind of a criminal record, you're not playing in his league. Did you read that? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How are you going to find players? 
Oh, I mean, oh, I mean, come on. What are you saying? I mean, that's not nice. I mean, well, how are you going to find the best player? Really? Yeah, because if you're already removing people who aren't in the NFL, because, okay, right. you, you keep limiting yourself of the pool of players, potential players. That's like yeah. limiting people from radio be, if they had a drug habit in the past. I mean, uh, you're not going to find anybody. It's boring. just not going to happen. Come on. Yeah. But seriously. Let me, let me, well, he wants eight teams, and he's going to start in 2020. He said that one of his biggest mistakes when he when he did it in 2001 was that he tried to put the product on the field too quickly. Now he has time to think he is the sole owner. Uh, he is going to own every one of the eight teams. Uh, and Orlando, by the way, has already said that it's interested. Yeah. Please bring it back here. Uh, whether that happens uh, remains to be seen. But he seems to uh, he's put a lot of thought into this since 2001, and he believes that he can make it work. Uh, I'll move on to. Uh, to back it up. I'll move back to football and the Super Bowl in a minute. We won't talk about the Orlando Magic because they just they just stink. Oh, come Let on. me move on to this U.S. Uh, U.S. gymnastics story and this Dr. Nasser. I don't know how much attention you've paid, whether you've done anything on the air, whether this is a sidebar locally, but certainly you're you're aware of the story. Then the president of Michigan State resigned yesterday under pressure because there have been allegations that this Dr. Nasser had molested and abused mm. uh, females. Uh, athletes uh, at, at Michigan State, whether they were gymnasts or rowers or swimmers, I mean, what, what is there a larger impl- is there a larger implication here? What 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 is this? It's a it's a creepy freak who got away with this for years. But I mean, how do you turn a bl- how do you turn a blind eye to this? Well, the the, the point that I mean, people knew. I mean, adults are supposed to protect children. And uh, somewhere besides him being who he is, which is a pedophile, a child molester, somewhere along the line, other adults were dropping the ball, I think. I mean, the, the parents of these kids are carrying around enough guilt. But whether it's USA Gymnastics, whether it's coaches or trainers, these charges, especially in the last couple of few years, mm-hmm. you know, have been circulating around and still nobody did anything about it until one of the females who was abused... And uh, and became a lawyer, and then found out that that Nasser was being hired or rehired at Michigan State. She's the one who essentially blew the whistle on him, and then other other women came forward. I just I don't I don't know where you go from this. It's about keeping focus on the prize, though, isn't it? Because if you have any kind of disruption when yeah. you've got these athletes who are training to become Olympians, then it can, you start rocking the boat, then that thing's going to tip over, it's going to capsize, and all hell is going to break loose. And USA Gymnastics didn't want that. The Olympic Committee didn't want it. And we're going to find out that these people knew all about this stuff. And then it's, it's really going to get very, very bad. I mean, it was heart-wrenching to listen. And yes. I just heard a couple of sound bites from a couple of these young women who had been abused by this man. How many did they parade out there to tell their stories? More than a hundred, right? Yeah, and there's no, there's no yeah. telling how many more said. I just don't have the, I just don't have it within me to go out there and, you know, whether put a public face to this. You know how people are. They, the mm. people become guilt-ridden. Parents are carrying around this guilt because many of them were in the rooms while their daughters were being examined and. Dr. Yeah. Nasser, you know, used his mm. pedophile tricks to shield, Creepy. you know, what he was. Yeah, it's just, it's just oh, a. Ter- yeah, I think U.S. USA Gymnastics is ready to blow up. I wouldn't be surprised for them to be ordered to be disbanded. Mm. And what it, what takes his place, I have no idea. 
Well, this is far from over, and we, we found that out with the Michigan state president right. uh, re- resigning uh, under immense pressure. I mean, she was on her way out anyway, and uh, she effectively said that she becomes a scapegoat in this one. I don't know that that's completely the case. And again, we're going to find out a lot more about this in the coming days and weeks. All right, let me move on to uh, the uh, Super Bowl. I have to admit, I'm not terribly excited about this Super Bowl because it's no, two teams that I don't care about. And you call it the Super Bowl? Well, I don't care about Tom game. Brady and, and New England. I mean, the, now the evil empire. And Philadelphia, of course, has the worst fans in the business. Why oh, should I listen. be? Well, why, they do. There's no question about that. Anybody who knows anything about Philadelphia fans will tell you they're the worst. Mm, here we go. They're the worst. They pride them, but it's almost to the point they pride themselves in being recognized as the worst fans, which says something. <laughs> I, I have no desire. Not that much desire to watch this. Well, it looked for a while like Jacksonville might pull it out last weekend. Right. You know, Blake Bortles didn't do anything to hurt his team. He was much maligned for not only most of this past season, but since he's been in the NFL. So it would have been great uh, to see Jacksonville win. But, of course, that's not what the networks want. Right. Uh, Jacksonville playing in the Super Bowl would have been a complete bust as far as the networks were concerned. It would have given me great reason to watch, and I would have been a, a great fan of Jacksonville as I was last week. I mean, this is this was a great story this year, this team uh, moving all the way to the AFC Championship game. If only they could have finished the job. But when you're going up against a guy like Tom Brady, you just never know. It's going to, it's just, there's, you're, you're right, James. I just don't have, I don't have that great excitement in watching the game. And I need to be careful here because the game's on West, too. And we want a huge audience, and there will be anyway. But um, I sure would have liked to have seen Jacksonville in, in that game. That would have been great fun. Yeah, Tom Brady's God's cruel joke. He's, he's a great looking man. He's an athlete. He's 40. making zillions of dollars. He's married to a supermodel. Why would you like 40. him? He's 40, so what? And he's 40. Oh, he's young enough to be, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was oh, my age. when I was 40. Nope. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. I don't know. I mean, I mean Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia. Seriously, uh, what? What? I mean, Philadelphia is where the police department has to grease the the the, the, the light the poles because they because in Philadelphia they they know that win or lose they be climbing the light poles Tear so they had to put yeah. Crisco on them. Mm-hmm. That's Isn't a that true a story. Good waste of Crisco. Thank Stop you. Stop it. I could be making some good food with that stuff now. I'd be frying some chicken. Uh-huh. Use that. put it on the poles, and it, and it still didn't stop them, by the way. No, exactly. No, they still did, yeah. <laughs> it, now it's just a challenge. Mm-hmm. You I know, mean, it's like, oh, I, I'll climb that. I mean, they're so bad, they just go out and fight one another. It's not that they get in fights anymore with fans of an opposing team. They just go out there and start uh, punching each other's noses. Right. <laughs> None well, of this is right. No. Teams, James, there has to be one of these two teams that you would rather see win. Or maybe there's one of these two teams that you would rather see lose. Maybe, yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm guessing, just based on what I've heard, that it's Philadelphia that you'd rather see lose. I, I'm not so sure So then yet. Tom Brady, he gets a sixth ring? Isn't that enough? Why does it yeah. matter to you, Mo? I'm Big just deal. Saying, Let like, him get a sixth how ring. How about let somebody else have a he chance? He already is That's the greatest all of all time. Oh, somebody boy. else have a chance. That's all, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I'm thinking Let's he's, give it to Michael Jordan. Hey, we're, Patrick, we're about done with you. Do you use that instant pot again? Mm. <laughs> uh, no, but I have a recipe, and I'm I'm just waiting to use it. Are you? There's a, there, there's a spaghetti. I think I make some pretty good pasta. Make really good spaghetti. But if you do it right, as all of you guys know, yeah. You have to give it time. 
But there's a recipe where you can put the spaghetti, <laughs> dry spaghetti, into one of these dams. No. Yes, that's true. And then you, you pour water in, then you pour you, you put your sauce in there too. And if you want it to be a meat sauce, that's okay. If you don't even want you don't you don't even have to mix the meat into the sauce. It'll get mixed in there. Mm-hmm. You put the lid on, mm-hmm. and you know, like a half hour later, it's, it's voila, mm-hmm. here you go. So curiosity has me wanting to to try that mm-hmm. recipe there, but. Um, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to beat those ribs, James. I mean, that was <laughs> every night before I go to bed. I, I thank the Lord for Jim Phillips because otherwise, I never would have been introduced to the instant pot. I'm telling you, man, it's uh, they're flying off the shelves. I mean, there's a whole. I mean, there's almost mm-hmm. there's a fan club now. I'll get, I'll get you a membership card. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Patrick. Have a wonderful weekend. It's always fun talking to you, of course. Okay, James. All right, man. Take you got now. it. Pat Clark handle okay, sports bye. over at Channel Two W. ESH Channel 2 in Orlando. We still have the regular round of closest to the pin. We've got Eddie the Shaman coming in, so you'll want to win it. We'll talk with Dirty Jim, see what he has planned for the Jim Colbert program tomorrow. All upcoming on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Got a nice response from uh, some people on Orange County government uh, yesterday. Uh, talked a little bit more about what I want to do this year, my final year here, and that's to spend at least thirty minutes once a week, probably a Wednesday, just focusing on the opioid crisis here in Central Florida. And uh, got a great response from uh, listeners. You know, check this person, check that person. Let me tell you my story, this story, that, whatever, and. Um, People within Orange County government were listening, and I had said at the time, look, I, I don't want to talk to politicians if I can help it. Maybe later on, but right in the beginning, because politicians, from experience, many, many, well, decades of experience, uh, they're in the business of making themselves look good and taking any negative and pivoting to make it look like a positive. And uh, i just like to get a handle on, on the on the problem right now. What did I read earlier today? Thirty-five. I think it's thirty or thirty-five thousand Americans died from opioid overdoses last year in the United States. That that's thirty to thirty-five thousand dying. Then, if you count in the number of overdoses where people survived, and uh, I also read today that Florida, I think Florida ranks number four or among four states in the union that received the largest number of shipments of fentanyl from China. Fentanyl, of course, the drug that they mix with heroin. And there's uh, and, the, and the lack of control and oversight when it comes to these uh, shipments. But anyway, Orange County, some Orange County government people said, look, we got the stats, we got the figures, we got people who can talk about this without, uh, you know, a political, so-called political 
a bias. So we're most keeping a folder. We're keeping a list. Probably next week, Mo and I will meet and we'll start. We'll just pick somebody, whether it's a recovering addict, whether it's somebody, uh, a doctor who deals with us, whoever it is, and we'll just we'll start it from there. And then Wednesday, right at the beginning of the program, there won't be a lot of setup time. We'll just get to the meat of the matter and uh, two segments and uh, see where we go from there. I had the feeling it's still a very, very, very serious problem here in Central Florida. Don't see a lot of it too much in the newspaper or, or, uh, or I, on television news because it's like anything. It becomes the, you know, the story du jour, well, and I think maybe, maybe many of them have moved on. It was on NBC Nightly News last night. Talking no. about local news. Okay. Um, however, well. No, I'm just talking about locally. I, I, I but, get it, yeah. Yeah, they don't pay attention to I mean, yeah, network-wise, they pay a lot more attention to it. <clears throat> but I mean, I think it, it's a crisis. I, You know, I can't speak to yeah. why the newspaper doesn't uh, constantly do it. Maybe it's overkill. Maybe they think if they do it every day, it's too much. Maybe, Maybe. they think they're looking at ratings on television. They I might. don't know why, but it is epidemic levels, and it's in every state. Uh, there's no question about that, so I'd just like to get a handle on what it is here in uh, Central Florida. Uh, one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Yes, I just wanted to point out that Jack has an opportunity to be an extra in another movie. I know he was over at the Cape in Contact. I started what about that chicken with, salad with, here. Uh, Jody well, Foster. Okay, here's what they need. Oh, uh, yeah. You, let's see who who it fits. I had a speaking role. What? I don't know if they have a speaking role. It's I extra. had a speaking role. All right. I know some people live in Florida, so here, here's, here's the deal. I'm going to share it to my – I already shared it to my Twitter page, but here's what it is. It's the Neil Armstrong story based on an authorized biography called First Man, I'm in. A Life of Neil A. Armstrong. Got now, it is the Academy Award winning director, Damien Chazelle, and Ryan Gosling stars as Neil Armstrong. Okay. okay here we go. Yeah, yeah. They want pictures. Make sure they're clear and in focus, taking new updated pictures for this thing uh, because – it's a period piece, so it'll require a haircut for men if your hair is not correct. Mm-hmm. Understand they're trying to be historically correct in this movie. Now, men will need to get the period haircut, be clean shaven. Women cannot have highlights or fake nails or any obvious face or body augmentation. Wear a short sleeve white shirt. No visible piercings or tattoos. They want Damn men it. and women 20 and over for a range of roles. Now, if you have any camera experience, film or still, mm-hmm. listed in the body of your email, you it is February 14th. Oh, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Oh, I can. I'm running sound at church. You That's need Ash to Wednesday. be available all day. Early morning call time. Nah. There's a fitting nah. date the week before. It tells you how much the fitting is, the haircut. It's Cape Canaveral. If you fit the description and are available, it tells you the name to email. Wow. They want three pictures, a headshot. A body shot and a profile I'm shot. I'm going to do it. He's not going to shave. Are you going to shave? I'll shave for money. Clean shaven. You need for to money. add your age, your height, your weight, and all contact info. Put the subject line in the email is Florida First Man. You're going to have to cut your hair. You going to do it, Mo? No. Because you got to put your weight. Is that why? Mm, yeah. So I'm not, I wouldn't be interested. But no, there were no Jews on the Space Coaster. No, they wouldn't time. know that. <laughs> I'd be an extra in a crowd. I'd be maybe I'd be shopping. I, I or work something. with Bob Zemeckis already. I don't know if I want to. You know, right, you need three pictures: Bob. a headshot, a body shot, and a profile. You know, of your body profile. Hey, man, you want to do it? I think so. I'll give you the day off. Okay, what day is the but 14th. You have to shave. All right, wait a minute. Oh. If number one, you shave your beard. Okay. You have to get a crew cut. 
Oh boy. Oh, what was that? Neil Armstrong. Yeah, probably but short hair. Close, got short you got know? short hair. Yeah. yeah, but they had they didn't say what hairstyle. Yeah, I need it would yet. be great if they said, "Oh, you'd perfect if your hair was only a little longer." Well, I mean, who are they looking for? <laughs> they looking for scientists looking types because when Neil Armstrong, you know, I, I mean, would say they're, take lot, your, they're a bunch of long hairs. Take your picture as is. They'll do your haircut for ten bucks, so that they make sure that it's right. They say ten dollars here. Ooh, Wait, you they pay charge that? me. Yeah, so for ten bucks, but yeah. they'll cut your hair to get to the make, proper haircut to get so that you get an, a role in this thing. Nice. But then, do I get paid to be in the movie? Mm. Yes. What year, we, what year are we talking about? I don't know what, what period. It has to be the sixties, probably. If it near long, sure, from. late fifties, early sixties, unless it's his early life. Right now, it says the rate is one twenty-five slash twelve. So I'm thinking one twenty-five for twelve hours. Yeah. Mm, that's ten dollars an hour, right? Mm-hmm. And you got to get your hair cut for ten bucks, mm-hmm. and the fitting is sixteen dollars. So I 26, am effectively earning ninety nine dollars right, for twelve bucks. hours. It's yeah, not it might about be money. Discovered. It's not about money. That's what people do right. this for. So it's thank I, you. I reposted it on my Twitter page, Moira one hundred four. Is that on? Is that at, at Yankee Jack? No, it's not. I said at, it's at Moira 104. I got that tattoo. I might be able to use some cover-up. Oh, you can't have any highlights, no fake nails, no obvious face and body augmentations, no visible piercings or tattoos. Let's do it. I mean, no. I yeah, yeah. Already. So that's that. Yeah, I can't. 20 and over. I'm busy. But. That's where you want to spend Valentine's Day. List any experience you have. Got that right. Oh. Instead yeah. of in a restaurant looking at a bunch of saps or some cheese, all I wanted was a new PlayStation. I files. Mm. Mm-hmm. Chocolates and roses and dinner and everybody's miserable here. Standing in line with a bunch of wannabe Isn't movie it better, stars. I thought we decided already. It's better to do the Valentine dinner thing the weekend before or the weekend after. That's Not what on, I always say, right? You know, so it's so oh you go the boy, 16th. fixed price menu. Oh, and you look to sit down. You look around. Everybody's Jim. There we are. There we go. Speaking of Valentine's Day, my birthday's yeah. just around the corner. We're skipping Not mo really. this year. Wait, We're skipping Mo. I'm the next my birthday, and I know what. If you guys want to get me something, I want a dashboard cam for my car. Ooh, yeah. What is that? It's a camera that goes on. Why? It's something I wanted for a while, just in case something happens or whatever happens. Mm -hmm. You have it on video. I'm, I'm like, I love cameras. I'm all about Mm -hmm. cameras now. I like watching stuff. Let me just say this. Yeah. Here we go. I just posted video at Mm RealRadio.fm. It was a guy at a traffic light in Pensacola. Did you see this yet? No. Car pulls up, there's a car in front of him, car to the left in the left lane, and a car pulls up in the turning lane on the right. Mm-hmm. Guy sticks his hand out with a gun, starts firing Come at the on. one guy. The other guy rolls out of his car, hides behind the truck, gets up and starts shooting back. All right in, in right in the middle of this guy's oh dashboard God. cam. This is why I need it. By the way, don't get involved in that uh, GoPro stock if they have any, because they're about, to, about Ooh, ready to crap bad. out. Remember how big they were at one time? Mm-hmm. Remember GoPro? And it's, oh, my God, look at this thing. And everybody was wild about it. Mm-hmm. I never bought one because it was so expensive. Oh, you know, we got it, one, but. Right, it was just so expensive, and then you only use it every once in a while. Yeah, you go on vacation, or you do yeah, something. You want to be that. Ad- you want to have that adventure life, mm-hmm. but most people. Eh, yeah, there's so many ways not. of of recording yeah. now. Yeah. Now they have a bicycle helmet with a camera built right in. And 
Yeah, my husband has all the different sticks and 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 apparatus, and, you know, <laughs> like all the things you strap onto your head or you strap onto your chest or you you know have all these well, different he, ways. He should videotape everywhere he goes just for potential court issues. Yeah. He has no problems <laughs> yeah. with any of that. He's a puncher. But he anyway, loves that GoPro. You want to see that uh, red light mm-hmm. shootout happen in Pensacola? The video's at realradio.fm oh, right now. We'll do it now. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right, time for that regular round of closest to the pin. My record's not so hot so far at the beginning of the year as it was last year. I was on a real hot streak all last year, but not so much this year. It's not horrible. It's 8-4. and four. Uh, Who am I playing against because my uh, screen is down? Uh, that would be Chuck. He resides on line 6. And who's the backup? Uh, that would be Joe. Alright, I'm going to take my Orioles to the other studio and call me back in when necessary. Thank you. I'll do that. Lucky. Cool. We do have a prize today. And that prize is a pair of tickets to see Dan Rather at the Hard Rock Live on March 17th. Tickets are on sale now. Go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. All right. Thank you very much, Mr. Pinkman. Thank Let's you. get Chuck on board and ready to go. How you doing, Chuck? Hey, Phyllis File. How are we doing today? We're doing great. We have a category submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. It's cause it's called Cause I'm the Tax Man. Yeah, I'm the Tax Man. <laughs> Random okay. links to taxes and Seminole County. This is in uh, reference to the Seminole County tax collector, Joel. He's a tool, Greenberg. Oh, boy. His antics of late. Uh, so we documented that uh, well yesterday. Uh, Joel Greenberg up to his nonsense in Seminole County. This is a category uh-huh. about taxes in Seminole County. Are you and uh-huh. separate, but are you ready to go? I guess so. I'm not sure, but I'm ready to go. All right. Well, you know, let's give it a shot. Worst thing that can happen is you get nothing. So you lose. (laughs) The fun of of competing. Here we go. In three, two, one. And what year did the Beatles release their song, Taxman? 1970. To the nearest 50,000. How many people live in Seminole County? 400,000. What is the 2018 highest U.S. income tax rate for the bracket of individuals making over $500,000? 28. Since the 2014 legalization of marijuana, some people call it Mary Jane, Mm -hmm. how many millions of tax revenue dollars have been collected in Colorado? Uh, 800 million. According to the Orlando Sentinel, how much did Joel Greenberg make as a tax collector last year? 90000 Time. Good job. Put you on hold, Chuck. Hey, hey, he hey. did real well. Going to write his time down. Chuck's time of 50.6. Joel Greenberg video, uh, camera of him getting pulled over, trying to talk his way out of a ticket, is on our website. RealRadio.fm. Click on the Phillips file. I know it was on the paper as well. Hello. Hello. It's funny when uh, Joe Greenberg, Seminole County tax collector, got pulled over. One of his...
comments to the police says he didn't want this to be, you know, in the newspaper. <laughs> He's well, a putz. If he just took his ticket and paid it, it wouldn't have been in the newspaper. That's right. <laughs> However, he made it to the newspaper. And he also made it to closest to the pin. Jim, what? category submitted by Brad. It's called, because I'm the tax man. Yeah, I'm the tax man. Random links to taxes and Seminole County in reference to our own tax collector, Joel Greenberg, and his antics of late. All right. Ready to go? Yeah, I'll try. All Come right. on, Pop. We'll reset the clock for you, Chief, and begin in three, two, <clears throat> one. In what year did the Beatles release their song, Taxman? 1967. To the nearest 50,000. How many people live in Seminole County? 300,000. What is the 2018 highest U.S. income tax rate for the bracket of individuals making over $500,000? 35%. Since the 2014 legalization of marijuana, some people call it Mary Jane, how many millions of tax revenue dollars have been collected in Colorado? 15 million. According to the Orlando Sentinel, how much did Joel Greenberg make as tax collector last year? 125,000. Time. All right, Jim, okay. I have your time. Oh, I'm going to do something a little out of the ordinary, Jim. I'm going to add five seconds to your time. Sort of a handicap, kind of the level of playing field between you and your opponent. Oh, you can add another second on that. Oh, six seconds. I will totally do that. And now... Ooh, any more time you want to add, hot shot? And just go six seconds. Okay. See where we are. All right. Fairly confident of this one. Mm-hmm. Want to go Say. seven? No. Okay. Fine. Fairly confident, not overconfident. <laughs> All right. All right, Jim, here we go. It's UV Chuck. Ooh, and thanks s- to Brad for the category. Oh, nervous, man. Thanks to uh, Joel Greenberg for giving us a reason to focus on you today. No, we're not through with him either. <laughs> All right, here nope. we go. The uh, Beatles released a song called Taxman. It's off of the Revolver album. Uh-oh. Right? What year was it released? Chuck said. 1970. Jim. 67. 1966. Jim oh. gets a point. Jim now leads 1-0. We're so close there, daddy To the nearest 50,000, how many people live in Seminole County? My home county, Moyers as well. Yes, sir. How many people in Seminole County? Chuck said. 400,000. Jim. 300,000. The answer? Uh huh. 450,000. Chuck ties the game. I didn't know that. What up, Chuck? Going down now. The highest income tax rate for the bracket of individuals making over half a million a year. Wow. What is it? What percentage? According to Chuck? 28. According to Jim? 35. Yeah, 37%. Jim knows his taxes. He gets the point. He leads two to one. Um, the legalization of marijuana. Many names for it, including yeah. Mary Jane. Weed. Since 2014 in Colorado, what have they generated in tax money in the millions? Chuck said. 800 million. Jim said. 15 million. Quite a disparity between the two. I would say. Who do you think is closer, Mo? I thought Jim was closer. $639 million no. in tax Holy revenue smokes. for weed in Colorado. Wow. Chuck is closer. I don't Nearly $250 million in 2017 alone. Wow. Damn, son. What was the question again? <laughs> Since 2014 legalization okay, of marijuana. Since the legalization. Yeah. So over the past I three years. I last year. Okay. Right. 
And it went up. Last year was its busy, uh, biggest year. All right. What is it? Tied? Yeah, yeah two, two, all. two. Oh, 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 here we go. This is the last question. Right Tie here. breaker. According to the Orlando Sentinel, how much did Seminole County tax collector Joel Greenberg make as tax collector last year? No, I have no clue. Do you know? Chuck said. It, he said 90K. My, 90, yeah, maybe. Jim know. Phillips. 125. He certainly can afford to pay a speeding ticket because he made $136,894 for Joel Greenberg. Jim wins the game. Jim gets the point. Jim wins the game. Another win for Jim. Sorry, Chuck. That's the way it goes, Chuck, because remember. I'm the champion. I am the greatest. I will win. I can't lose. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Closest to the pin. (laughs) Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. That's a lot of money to be generated tax-wise for weed. Come on, Florida. Yeah. (laughs) Save our schools. Reading a story today that... uh, about, uh, you know, the states that have legalized marijuana. Nobody's smoking it. It's all either vaping or edibles and stuff like that. Edibles are the big The number of people, because Mm -hmm. a lot of young people, they don't want to be, number one, they don't want to be identified with smoking marijuana, and plus, it's the smoking element as well. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. So they put it in that vape thing, that e-cigarette, that... Yeah, or they put it in lollipops and edibles. Yeah, edibles are the big one. But don't they now, I don't know if it's just in Colorado or where, but I heard there's now a law that you can't make them look like candy. I think in Colorado they were having some problems. Right. Or I think they can look like candy, but I think the packaging has to be a lot better. Mm. Well, they don't want... Like a big warning. You know, think of the kids. Because they can just transfer to another thing and say, hey, look, they're gummy bears. Mm. Let's get high. Oh, yeah, let's get high. You know, just 2018. You want some edibles? I had a brownie today. Maybe that's the, maybe that should be the new mantra for 2018, Eddie the Shaman. Let's get high. Well, we can talk about it when he gets here. I had a brownie today sprinkled with some special stuff that normally you don't find on a brownie. Okay. uh, Sprinkle? Jimmy's like um, sprinkles? No. No. Cat litter. Uh, Oh, God. Did Pinkman get one? He no. got a piece of one. So he should know. <laughs> Just a piece. <laughs> sea salt. I got a whole square. Nanny sea, nanny. Sea, oh, sea, sea salt. salt. Oh, sea salt. It's On a brownie. It's a, it's a, it's you know, it's like salted caramel. Okay. Everything salted. I admit, this the salt. first time I had it, I was like, I was a little angry. Mm-hmm. angry. Who would do that? Oh. And and yesterday, today was the third time I've had it, and I'm, it's kind of growing up. See, you're expanding your food horizon, so therefore that? you can try some cottage cheese or Pass. clotted cream. Pass. Pass. Late for break. Pass. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Gonna check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. The owner of a Ferrari has filed a lawsuit against a Florida golf club that he says gave his keys to the wrong person. Right. Don't go after the guy that stole your car or anything. Next, a social security scammer has been arrested after his ex-girlfriend outed him to the feds. Oops. He better give BEA and Dolores their money back. Finally, a man flipped his truck five times. He told police that he let Jesus take the wheel. I wonder if he had just come from digging his key into the side of a pretty little souped-up four-wheel drive. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com. And transmission. That's right. If you are in the market for a new home or you want to refinance the home you have, 
You don't have to go to the banks. There's a much better way nowadays. Step up. It's wearenotthebanks.com. They're not the banks. Brad Siebert and his team, I've used them. They are so great at helping people get the loan they need at a great rate. They even uh, have special loan programs. If you're self-employed, they have a special program for you. Military, they specialize in VA loans. Even if you want to finance a mobile home, wearenotthebanks.com can help. Regardless of your credit, give Brad Siebert and his team a call. Get all their their details and contact information on their website. Super easy to remember. It's wearenotthebanks.com. At Real Radio 1041 on Twitter, brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From the...
some old school uh, BGs. Good drive home music on this Thursday. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one Thursday edition of the Phillips File. Don't forget, so you want to win it at the top of the hour. Now, we're good. You have an opportunity to be in a movie. When is the audition there, uh, Mo? The fourteenth, February fourteenth, over at Cape Canaveral. You have to be willing to get your hair cut. Yeah, for the period, of, it's it. a Neil Armstrong story, so it's got to be from that period of probably the late fifties, early sixties. And You're uh, looking crew cut. Uh, mm. uh, yeah, it might be, or just certainly short. I'm thinking about doing it just for the ten dollar haircut. <laughs> yeah, ten dollar <laughs> haircut. There's a sixteen dollar fitting, and then you have to send three pictures. You have to send a, a headshot, a body shot, and a profile, and then you have to, you know, tell them about your experience. And then there's an email. Uh, to which you send all of this, and they're they're looking for Central Floridians. You know, my uncle Blanky, who was oh, with the FBI, my, my uncle Blanky mm-hmm. was one of the first chiefs of security for what? the then being for NASA program mm-hmm. what? at the Cape. Yeah, Seriously? exactly. Mm-hmm. Cool. Huh? I never heard that story before. Maybe I get some old photos of my uncle Blanky and just you know send those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, this guy's perfect. This guy looks like he'd fit right in. <laughs> you know, have He's the, a natural. Have the suit and the hat, you know. And then, yeah, you're you know, a natural. Have that right. coat and have the coat to the side, you know, with the, with yes, the pistol. Sir. Oh, my you know? God. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You had a pistol. Oh, already. like you're ready to move it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 38 police special. Uh, huh? Ooh. Yeah. Well, there's that. Snub nose. Mm-hmm. That's all you need, really. That's mm-hmm. all you needed That's then. a nice gun, actually. Shoulder holster. Revolvers. Yes. You know? There's, uh, oh, they're always reliable. Go a revolver. They're reliable. Auto, semi-automatic. You always got a possibility of a jam. You know, you can have more bullets, of course, but you know, after six shots, what else? If you're not hitting anything after six shots, that, just throw it at whoever you're shooting at. And at 38, there's hardly any kick. It's just yeah. So nice, anyway, it's a nice gun. I wonder what happened to that gun. Probably had to turn it in when he retired, don't you think? Did you yeah, give it to his... his All right, Blanky, what are you going to do now? You're retiring to become what? You're going to start a Christmas tree farm? Let's have the gun and the badge, okay? Mm-hmm. A truck farmer, I thought. Truck farmer. Yeah, but I think he went into the Christmas tree business. Instead of opening a truck he farm? He wanted to be a sh- small farmer, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't think uh, lettuce and cabbage was his thing, so he went into Christmas trees. Well, all right. That's all he wanted to be Whatever his whole life. To. He wanted to be a, a, a farmer. Mm-hmm. Ended up as an FBI agent. That's there not so bad. Mm. I guess. What? Depending on what you're doing. Oh, for Pete's sake. You know, if you're just a, a clerk, you know, going through files and stuff. He mm. was a he was a CPA. That's how he got the job. Yeah. My you daughter had to, be, had to be a CPA or a lawyer at that time to even be considered for the FBI. They still Unless have you're in part of if yeah. you wanted to be if you wanted to be an FBI agent, special agent, I should say. Everybody in the FBI is now called a special agent, and you still have to have some other training and years of experience. In a lot of, you know, in, in a handful of fields before they will even consider you for the FBI still. So CPAs are definitely in there. So are therapists and counselors, you know, psychological people. Special agent? Yeah. Oh, really? You can special. be a special agent? Yeah. I don't think you can be a special agent if you have a degree in mass communications. I don't think so. Of course, you have a degree in mass communications. Can't be much of anything. Stop that it. is true. Dirty Jim, that's how we know him as part of the Monsters in the Morning. But on Fridays between 3 and 7, it's the Jim Colbert Show. Let's check in with uh, Jimmy, see what he might have planned for tomorrow. Any ideas? Um, yeah, we have a couple ideas. We're going to do our normal segment. Deb's going to have uh, Animal House, and we're going to hear from Ross, and Jack's going to be there, and lots of cool topics, and, you know, 
just a fun show and try to make some people laugh, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you haven't put a lot of planning into this uh, Friday, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. It's like it's... We have a couple of guests planned, but we're going to try to isolate those guys a little bit tomorrow morning, and, and we'll spring them on social media. Have you talked to the funeral director guy yet? Have you brought him in? <clears throat> no, he's busy, uh, which is good. Busy. Bad, I guess. Mm. Well, you know, I mean, it's like being a barber. You know, you're always going to have a client, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I texted him last week, and I said, uh, he goes, no, man, um, and, you know, hit me with more of that great humor. He said, uh, uh, no, man, can't make it out. Slam, people are dying to meet me. <laughs> I get and, it. <sighs> and I just text back uh, just a picture of a guy shooting himself in the face. Oh, geez, wonderful. You know, you can make no. your own coffins now. You can buy kits. Can you really? Yeah, before, you know, you'd have to, if you wanted to, you could make one. If you knew what you were doing, you could mm-hmm. go get your uh, planks of, uh, you know, of pine mm-hmm. and, you know, use your uh, table saw and your router and all that stuff. But now they have now they have kits. And you still have to put it together, screw it together, glue all that stuff. But, you know, like the old-timey coffins where they're kind of, mm-hmm. you know, the one, you remember the, what was the, what was the movie, the Clint Eastwood movie? Clint one? Eastwood, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hang them high or whatever it was. No, 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 no. It was the one with Morgan F- Unforgiven. I remember oh, Morgan, yeah. Morgan Freeman is killed by uh, the, the sheriff of the town played by, what's his name? What's his oh, name? Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman, right? And they got Morgan Freeman's in one of those old pine coffins. It's kind of, what would you, it's not triangular. What would a octang, I don't know. What, what's don't the know. proper yeah, it's geometric a, term? It's a pentagon or something. It's square on the bottom and it has a point at the top kind of, sort of. Yeah, and get one of those and, uh, instead of a, just a, a rectangular uh, box. And, right. I don't know where I'm going. With I don't this. either. I was hoping you did. Yeah, but no? it's actually built. It's built like the shape of something like Dracula would sleep in, right? Exactly. It's a yeah, blah. Exactly, especially the work. one that they used to ship Dracula from Transylvania across the ocean oh, yeah. oh, to, the, to England or uh-huh. to the United States. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a nice setup. Yeah, that's a little <laughs> stove. That's real nice. Um, <laughs> you know, what's interesting about that. Truthfully, when I when I first married my wife and I met her father, who is an ordained Baptist minister. He told me that he plans on building his own coffin, and even better than that, I went to a funeral of a friend of his that was from that old, old, old South, old school, and not only did the man, the man and the woman both, I believe, built their own coffins. It is waiting in a, it's literally leaning up against the wall in a garage of theirs, waiting for their arrival. That's crazy. Yeah, funerals have changed, especially for Americans. Americans are so concerned with death. You know, they don't want to think about it, and they want to set it aside. Now it's all, uh, you know, uh, memorials of, of life and all that stuff. Oh, celebration ce- of life. Yeah. Celebrations of life. Sure. And uh, and there's been a, a somewhat of a resurgence by some to return to the days of, you know, let's get in there and cry and wail and uh, and just, I mean, it's, it's death for crying out loud. Right. And, uh, and get on with it. You know, have that wake, and everybody's just, uh, you know... Essentially, let's just admit that we're really miserable off the, off because of the loss of this person instead of this uh, break out the tambourines and have a celebration of life. Yeah, I'm not down with the celebration of life thing. I've been to a funeral where they have food in the same room with the deceased, and I found that to be a bit odd, not casting any judgment toward anybody's procession. That's their own thing, but yeah. uh, it was it was bizarre to me. I've been many of, to many of the, the screaming things, but... Uh, uh, do you have a plan for yourself? Like, I'm, I know I'm going to be cremated, and I'm still trying to decide where I want my ashes spread. There are a number of stereotypical places that I know people do it, like Disney and uh, some other famous monuments or whatever. Have you ever 
you think about stuff like that or Put not? them in your big yeah, green egg. I do. I've been thinking about uh, maybe being stuffed instead. You know, stuffed? just placed into a corner. Like taxidermy? Yeah, why not? Oh, you just want to freak out all of your wife's new potential yeah, just stand bows. there and, you know, hey. <laughs> all of her suitors won't care yeah. for that, no. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. so like a sneer, like people can come by and put lays on you and silly sunglasses and like a biking hat. Well, it's be like those cardboard cutouts, you know, of the, you know, when, you know, you stand next to Barack Obama or, you know, uh, Well, they whomever. have one of those. I like Jim in those, on yeah. a, not Jim on a stick, but. You know, that's that, Slim Jim. That yeah. That's yeah. right. No, I don't. Uh, I don't. I, I just wonder sometimes about the Amer- American culture, per se, mm. and more maybe than any other culture. We just, you know, we push all that aside. We uh, maybe it's the boomer generation mm. who thinks that uh, we will just live forever. Of course, we know that we won't, but we just don't want to think about it too much. Yeah, but, you know, we don't. We, well, I'm not in that particular generation, but even in my generation, I'm 50, and, you know, watching science progress at an astronomical rate you know i mean what's what's to lead somebody to believe these days that you can't add seven years to your lifespan i mean when you Ugh. get past 70 seven years is you know that's that's you know that again hey watch uh, it exp- oh boy <laughs> watch it watch now where you're, you're going what are you talking about it. now now you I got mean, him ex- pissed off what? exponentially <laughs> progresses much faster, Mr. Phillips. Uh, <laughs> sure, now you did yeah. it. Thanks for that. Let me tell you, um, you haven't felt anything yet. It's coming for all of me. Mm. But, you know, I was reading in the paper, the Chinese now have cloned two monkeys. They've, I they've saw cl- that. So what's the next step? Because they said, remember when they cloned Dolly the sheep, they said, look, we're not going to be able to clone primates. Well, they just cloned yeah. primates. And if they can clone monkeys, the legitimate next question is, well, if they can clone primates, why can't they clone human beings? Well, and I guess the, the real moral, we? well, the more reason, I think, I mean, you there's always the most important question of all is why with anything, right? So you have to ask yourself, why would you do that? And would it be a boutique thing where somebody wants to clone so they can look like a family member or something like that? And how, but is, if it's for, for farming of organs, you know, that brings in a moral issue that a lot of people get real super sketchy about. Right. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, I want to clone somebody who passed away in the family. I want to bring that person back. And, yeah, well, they'll look just like your brother or whatever. But that that doesn't mean they're going to have the same character or personality. There's no, there's nothing you can do about that. What, we should just send a bunch of copies of Pet Cemetery over to their scientists and let them see what happens. Yeah. Because is there a when you go ahead? Now, when you look, I mean, you look like them, but I mean, the personality makes somebody who they are, right? I mean, they could be in any shell. What what's the term? Is it a doppelganger? Is that yeah, the copy of you like someplace? You, yep. you know, uh-huh. somebody looks just like you somewhere else in the world that Correct. you're not related to. Correct. Have you ever seen? Yep. Has anybody sent you a, a photograph that this is this is you? And it, I mean, it, it it's essentially a copy of you. I've never yeah, seen a copy I, of me. Not that I want I, would want to. No, no, that's untrue. But I always get Harry Styles. <laughs> oh, stop it! Do you really? Yeah, for people stop who are it. what blind or what? Yeah, Jim like, Harry Styles yeah, has yeah, a lot exactly. of hair and he's good looking. Yeah. I always, I always get the guy from uh, Weekend at Bernie's. You know, the guy, the the the, the, the actor who pa- played the the one the who passed guy? away, and they were yeah. When I had a mustache, that was always. Oh boy! You get Bernie. They told you you're Bernie. Yeah, <laughs> it could be worse. Yeah, I don't. Th- and then I'm going wait because I look dead or because uh, I look like him because of the mustache when I had one at the time. Yeah, you're, you're you're doppelganger is David Steele, right? I mean, like without question. 
Is that the guy, right? The guy from the Magic, the the announcer? God, I hope not. What? Oh no. What is the guy from the Magic? One of those guys from the announcers, a professional announcer for basketball. You guys look a lot alike, don't you? David Steele. I don't think Steele. David Steele is one guy. Paul Porter's another guy. I don't know who you're talking about, but it's it's not Paul Porter. He looks like Ernest Angley. He looks like a televangelist. A little bit. Yep, I could see that. (laughs) We used to work with Paul Porter. He used to work over here, and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, I think honestly, I think you got that David Steele thing going. I get, I when I had hair, uh, when my I had remnants no. of the same hair, I, I got Mark McGuire occasionally, and now yeah, I, I get uh, fat, bloated, abusive Billy Joel. That's what I get. No, David ah. David Steele looks like uh, Mr. Burns on The Simpsons. <laughs> he does not look like Mr. Yeah, Burns. Come on, you yeah. ass. come on, man. come on, take a look. <laughs> I'm telling you, take a look. <laughs> All right, buddy. On, tomorrow, man. Jim Colbert show tomorrow three to seven. <laughs> oh boy! On that uh, note, on Real Radio. All right, we'll be listening. Thanks, All right, take care. Bye bye. It's the Phillips File and So You Win a Winner. Upcoming next on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Your next chance to win one thousand dollars is just minutes away on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Little spot for a Thursday. Time for So You Want to Win It. Eddie the Shaman is in the house. He will act as a lifeline along with Mr. Pinkman. Uh, something's going on with my um, screen over here. So, Mr. Pinkman, what are the prizes? Then give me a contestant. <laughs> All right. We got a pair of tickets to a Wasi's cooking class. Kevin Ward's Southern Roots on February 24th at Wasi's Meat Market in Melbourne, mm-hmm. where you'll learn how to make meatloaf fatty, which I'm still very curious about. Uh, we have a pair of run of engagement. That's the what name a, of the meal? Yeah, yeah, or are you saying that's how you make meatloaf? Comma, comma fatty. fatty. No, the, yeah. the dish oh, is... Oh, I was sort of offended, too. The yeah. dish is called meatloaf fatty. Mm-hmm. Right. That sounds good, though. Uh, I have a pair of run of engagement passes to see The Phantom Thread, starring Vicky Kripes and Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. yeah blah, blah, blah. Oscar talk. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's that's what I heard. Uh, and a pair I like of him. I don't know. What is he, a fashion yeah. designer in the 1950s? And... In London, they say. Right. Yeah. So, thanks. There we go. All right, now i got yeah. some names on the screen. Anything else? Uh, and a pair of passes to a special 3D advanced screening of Black Panther on Tuesday, February 13th. And a pair of tickets to see Uriah Heap at the House of Blues on Wednesday, February 14th. Hmm. Black Panther, what's that all about? Burn, baby, burn? That is the uh, the black superhero. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right, let's take a contestant. Let's get this underway. Uh, Martin, you're first up. You ready to play? Yes, sir. All right, Martin, true or false? You have a lifeline for true or false. Brad's true or false. Here we go. True or false? This week marks the 25-year anniversary of the first airing of the miniseries Roots. Is that true or false? You can use lifelines if you want them. I'm going to keep my lifeline because I know that's a true. True, okay. That's your final answer? Yeah. Oh, dude, nope. no, false. <laughs> it was 40. 40 years ago. Yeah, no, I, no, I knew no, he no. was going down. <laughs> oh, boy. Like power windows. Nice. Here we go to uh, Joe Ellen. Ready to play Joe Ellen? 
Yes, I am. There you go. True or false. Nine in ten workers say office temperature can impact their productivity. Is that true or false? True. True, you're saying. That's your final answer? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. It does. All right, round two, here's Mo. Uh, yeah, this category is called Brad's in the News. Stories are ripped from the headlines. And here we go with your question. Spring training is just around the corner. That reminds me, this week in 1920, the New York Yankees, some people call them the evil empire, decided to do something new that no team had ever done before. Nope. You can't have Jersey Jack as a lifeline. What was it? Okay, here's a hint. Babe Ruth wore number three. I definitely would like to use a lifeline yeah, if I could. Yeah, two lifelines. Yeah, Eddie the Shaman sure. and Mr. Pinkman. Pinkman, wasn't that when uh, the Boston Red Sox traded the Babe to the Yankees? That's not right. <clears throat> Whoops. Mm, let's um, see. That's when he got the nickname, the Bambino? Number three. Uh, maybe he hit uh, three home runs in one day. Wow. Or in one game. Wow. Wow. A lot of home runs. Way uh, off. Could I hear the okay. clues again, please? Spring training yeah, just around the corner. This reminds me. This week in 1920, the New York Yankees, some people call them the evil empire, decided to do something new that no team had ever done before. No, you can't have Jersey Jack as a lifeline. What was it? Oh, I don't know. Uh, they had beer at the stadium. Uh, maybe they... Okay, here's a hint. Babe Ruth wore number three. Stripes oh, maybe that's the when they jerseys. came up with the pinstripes. When they first un- unleashed the pinstriped numbers uniform. on the jerseys. Uh, yeah. Numbers on the jerseys. That's yeah, not names. Yeah, numbers. <laughs> Nailed yep. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought they the were jersey, jersey Jack. Yeah, number three. There we go, uh, Joe Ellen, oh, okay. to Brad's who said that. You got that one correct. Thank you. Uh, this is Brad's who said that. I'll provide you with a quote, then tell me who said it. It's multiple choice. Here's the quote. Professional race car driver Danica Patrick is dating again after breaking up with her previous boyfriend, a NASCAR driver. When asked why that relationship did not work out, Patrick explained, we were just going in circles. Now, who said that? Conan (laughs) O'Brien, Seth Meyers, or Dan Patrick? (laughs) You have lifelines. Um, uh, Yeah, lifeline, please. Uh, What do you think? Um, I think it was Conan. Yep, I would say Conan. Gonna go Why? Can you explain that? I think I saw it somewhere, uh, whether it was written or it was just a quick quip. So I'm gonna go in the sports page. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with yeah. Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien, Seth Meyers, or Dan Patrick. What do you want to do, Joe Allen? I'll stay with Conan. Conan O'Brien. That's oh, your final answer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah. Good job. There you go. You're a wiener. Oh well. Good that's job. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Let's move on to another contestant. Here's Patty. How are you today, Patty? I'm good. How are you, Jim? Oh, very good. Thank you. All right. Patty's a regular player of this. She's won a couple of times. Here we go, Patty. Oh, Here we go. True or false? 100 th- 143 million U.S. consumers were victims of cybercrime in the past year with losses totaling $19.4 billion. Is that true or false? You have lifelines. Um. Well... It sounds like the Equifax thing. Uh, yeah, I'll ask for a lifeline. So. Do you think it's more, Pinkman? Like mm. more people and more money, or less people and less money? More. All right, I'm going to go more also. So you're saying false? So you don't think it's right? Yep, I think it's untrue. What do you think, Pinkman? False? True or false? I'll go false. What do you think, Patty? Well, you guys, um, uh, well, I'll trust you. Why not? Oh, boy. Oh, no, Did I think the, I trust him? I think the question is why. <laughs> 
Why would I trust them? Yeah, why? Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, said why okay. not, and I would said why. Okay, okay, <laughs> then I would say it's, uh, what did they say? They said false truth. Yeah. I'm going to say true. No. That's your final answer? Yeah, good job. Yeah, it's true. Round two for you, Patty. Good I job. Caramba. That was very confusing. Why we love you. Smart lady. <laughs> All right, Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. And here's yours. Uh, Paul Krugman, Brian Ross, and Dave Weigel. Weigel. What do these three people have in common? I guess this is a common bond. It doesn't oh, say God. so, but I guess that's right. Uh, Paul Krugman, Brian Ross, Dave Weigel. Weigel. What do these three people Weigel have in Weigel. common? Oh, I know. Well, the only thing I think of is Brian Ross. Wasn't he on ABC News with this, some kind of story that was incorrect but uh, you guys can you help me fake news. do you think they're all discredited fake news there you go news okay. yeah. that's all we need Sad. they're among the top 10 fake news reporters of 2017 okay. according to the trump star all right patty here we go brad sue said that here's the quote tell me who said it it'll probably never stop there's people who think that lebron james sucks so i'm sure there will be a lot of people that always think i suck Kevin Love, excuse me, Kevin Love, Blake Bortles, or James Franco? You have lifelines. Who is the first guy? Oh, that's uh, Kevin Love. I don't even know who that is. Um, Basketball player. Oh, Oh, okay, thank you. Um, It sounds like it would be... um, uh, Who was the last one? (laughs) James Franco, the actor, or Blake Bortles, the quarterback, or Kevin Love. under scrutiny and stuff. Yeah. Use your lifeline. Of course, go for a lifeline. Yeah, why not? My sister, I have the answer, and it is Blake Bortles. Eddie says. Really? Blake, yeah, Blake gets sounds... dumped with Haterade all the time, whether he wins or loses, and that's why he quoted and said, hey, Eddie's man. very confident. He I sounds about so Blake confident. Boom. He just did so well last week, though. He did, didn't he? Uh, what yeah. do you think, Pinkman? I'm going to go with uh, Franco. We have a split decision, Patty. I'll give you some help. It's not Kevin Love, so it's either Blake Bortles or James Franco. Oh, boy. Trust me, sister. Well, I think I am going to trust that it is Blake Bortles. You're going Blake Bortles, okay. That's your final answer? Yeah, Yeah. baby. Good job, Patty. That's for hanging in there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You're uh, you're not uh, carrying the flu bug, are you? No, sir. I am am unsick. I got shots like months ago. I'm totally good. Eddie kept saying he wasn't sick because someone else in his family was sick. Wasn't that right? Yes. And who was that? I didn't get it. My son. son. He's in the booth with you now. Yeah, he's Uh, about 18 inches behind me. Yeah, Yeah, but he's not sick. He's breathing sickness on us. He's breathing a little bit. He he doesn't look well. Doesn't he know he shouldn't be breathing? You're going to be fine, kids. You're going to be fine. Says you. I'm coming in here. I have a long weekend. <laughs> I already <laughs> told Eddie. Monday I, go, if he wants to. I go, Eddie, there's no chance Eddie, he's making it in that room. In he there. can stick around. Put him in the corner until Monday and he can come in. Honey, just wave <laughs> at him through the glass, honey. Just wave at him through the glass. <laughs> oh, boy. I even went old school today, Jim, and I wore a long sleeve shirt underneath my short sleeve tie dye. Do you Why? remember? Remember when we were kids? Well, cool was, out there. Yeah, well, yeah, it was really good, but it was great because you can just wear this. You don't have to wear a jacket. For those, you know, friends from behind from like the 70s and 80s, that was the look. You wore a long sleeve underneath your short sleeve. It made you look cool. Hide your hacky sack in there. It is true. So the last time you kicked that thing around. Uh, dude, actually, last week I was in my green room and me and my buddy Joel, we did a little hack because we're getting ready for the Grateful Dead tournament, or, uh, which is going to be on uh, the 27th. We're going to be at the game, you know, to watch like the you know Grateful the Dead tournament? Yeah, there's what's a concert, the, but out front there's always like a hack tournament. So I'm going to join in. Dude, I'm going to show my hacking skills. Nice. Awesome. Dude, I'm a pro. I, I, I mean, I, 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 I don't doubt that. It's just... 
Yeah. It's so cool. Everyone's standing in a circle. It's so old school. <laughs> it's so it is so. But it's so Eddie. I mean, and it's meditative, it's so, Jim. It's, it's a so collective. fish. Oh, sure. It's so. <laughs> it's not. It's pre-fish. It's Thank pre-fish, you. but it's so, so pre-fish. But I think fish might be carrying on the tradition of hacky sack, wouldn't they? Maybe hanging out in a parking lot, Jim. All you need is a light, man. You just need a light, like a Walmart parking lot at three in the morning. It's like as bright as this. You can just hack with your friends. It's beautiful. What's the goal of Hacky Sack? Well, the goal of Hacky Sack is to get a hack. And a hack uh, is when oh. everyone in the circle at least gets one touch. So I balance, I juggle it. I hand it to you. You juggle it. You pop it over to Mo. If all of us connect it and then she pops it back to me and I touch it, that's a hack. The now, you can use any everyone. part of your leg with a Hacky Sack or only your, your ankle and foot? You can use any part of your body except for your hands. You can use your shoulder. Oh, I did not know chin. that. You can catch it anyway. You can catch it on your forehead, catch it on the back of your neck. You can use any part of your just body. Just not your hands. Just not use your hands. Elbow. So elbow. You can, you can do elbow. Oh, hack. I did not know that. Yeah, See, I thought I mean, it was just. If it's going out of bounds, you can pop a pop an elbow up there. It's really cool. You feel like you're a, like a soccer goalie. Is that really a part of a hacky sack uh, formality, or is he uh, kind of breaking the rules? It's no, the Phillips file any. on Real Radio 104.1. And now back to the greatest game show ever. So you want a winner. All right, let's open up a couple of lines. We can, uh, well, that didn't sound right. Let's open up some telephone lines. We can get a couple of more <laughs> contestants on. Jim, they're calling in right now. All right, here we go. Beth, you ready to play, Beth? Yes, sir. All right, Beth, true or false? Here you go, Beth. All right, Beth, hold it. Here we go, Beth. True or false? Among the list of 2018 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees is legendary blues man Meatloaf Fatty. Best known for his toe tapper, Hale Bop. Is that true or false? Do I get You do. Hale? Yes. On true false? You're giving her a lifeline? Yeah, you got lifelines. Oh, Everyone has lifelines yeah. on true false. Oh, okay. But only Eddie. We had to send uh, Pikmin out for pastrami. All right, very good. I think that's false. Uh, you, you want a lifeline? False or you want to? Well, let me have Eddie. Well, <laughs> I got to tell you, sister. I only remember Meatloaf as Meatloaf and not Meatloaf Fatty, and I thought it was Dashboard, uh, Confession by the Dashboard. So you're so saying say false. false. All right, Eddie's saying false. You want to stay with that, Beth? I'm going false, too. That's your final answer? Go. Sorry. Hey, it was false. Too late. No. <laughs> round two. <laughs> she said go. Oh, boy. Uh, round two. Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines, and here we go. <clears throat> it's spinning out of control. Wildfires, earthquakes, hurricanes, bomb cyclones, you name it. After all the weather disasters across the United States, there is some good news. Since Accurate Records began in 1950, there's a new record of 250 consecutive days without a fatality from a common weather event. What has Mother Nature spared us from? Oh, and I've heard this. I just heard this. Come on, Eddie, you're the shaman. Do you think it's tornadoes? That's your final answer. It is fatal tornadoes. We haven't had a fatal tornado in 250 days. There we go, Beth. Round three. Brad's who said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote, there's a growing trend of older Americans who are using marijuana in their retirement. That makes sense because older people are always talking about their joints. (laughs) I get it. Now, who said that? Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, or Seth Meyers? Come on, Eddie. You're the... You are the shaman. All right. Here's the thing, Beth, is that Jimmy Kimmel is a renowned marijuana smoker. And so I could see it easily being his joke, but it actually sounds like Seth Meyers. 
That's my conundrum. Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Seth Meyers. There's a lot of, there's a growing trend of older Americans who are using marijuana in their retirement. That makes sense because older people are always talking about their joints. You there? We're here. Still there. What do you want, Kimmel, Fallon, or Myers? Uh, Eddie always lets me down. Please, Lord, Hmm. let it be Myers. Seth Myers, okay. That's your final answer. No, I'm uh, sorry. It? It's uh, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy sorry Fallon. about that, Beth. Nope. Uh, oh, sorry, nope. Beth. So sorry. Oh, Beth. Oh, Beth. What are we going to do with I'm you? I'm sorry. Oh, oh, Beth. oh, Beth. Now she's going to be disappointed in me. Oh, my God. Well, why shouldn't she be like everyone else? Here's Dave. Ready to play, Dave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gyaliophobia. Gyaliophobia is the fear of balls. Is that true or false? Mm. Gyaliophobia is the fear of balls. True or false? False. All right, false. That's your final answer? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. It's the fear of nuts. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh, baby. (laughs) Round two. Here's Mo. All right. This is stories ripped from the headlines, the the in-the-news category. Dateline, Washington, D.C. The Supreme Court is solicited to review thousands of cases during a business session Less than 100 make it to the bench. One such case has leaped in front of the others. It involves the habitat confined not long ago to a single pond in Mississippi. Who, or rather what, will get its day in court? Oh. <sighs> mm. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about this one. Um, I'm going to need uh, some help here. Yeah, all right, lifeline. Uh, uh, Come on. Eddie, yeah. I'm not afraid of your germs. What, what's in a pond? I'm trying to think. Is something in the pond? Is frogs. there something in frogs? Or, That's your uh, final answer. It's an elusive, dusky gopher frog. Oh, oh yeah. That uh-huh. One. Nice I job. I didn't even hear yeah. of this. Nope. Good job there, Penguin. Thank you. Moving right along. <laughs> Here's Brad's who said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Yeah, we hugged it out. Last time I hit him, he hit me back. I told him it was a good hit, and I said, from now on, we can be friends. Now, who said that? George? Aaron? Who's that? How do you pronounce his name with the magic? Aflalo? Aaron Aflalo or Odell Beckham Jr.? Yeah, we hugged it out last time I hit him. He hit me back. I told him it was a good hit, and I said, from now on, we can be friends. George or Aaron Aflalo or Odell Beckham Jr.? You have life. Yes. I'm yes. gonna, I think I'm going to need a lifeline. Yeah, okay. What do you got? All right. I, I don't think it's Odell, you know, battling the uh, kicking net, which is what happened last year. He was um, hurt all season. Yep. And then a follow, I, he never connected on the punch. So I'm going to go with George. Going with George. Because he always gets into fights. <laughs> seriously, in public places. Seriously. No, he really does. No, seriously. I'm going I've with heard Odell. I've at least five. What? I'm you going got what? With Odell. All right, split decision. Uh, Pinkman says Odell. Uh, um, Eddie says uh, George. And nobody says Aaron. I'm going to go with the Foplanala. Fop, a Flalo? Yeah, the middle one. Follow. That's your final yeah. answer. Yeah, sorry, it's uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, it's so hard being right. Oh, uh, My nose is starting to itch, Eddie. This better not dude, be something. Was, this better not be something. It, I'm telling you right now. It might be your new sweatshirt. You know, there might be uh, dust on your new sweatshirt. Did you wash it before you wore it? No. There's your answer. <laughs> it's true. Here is uh, K 
Kenny. Ready to play, Kenny? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Can you listen up there, son? Per a truth initiative survey, 44% of smokers say they would be more likely to quit smoking if their workplace provided assistance. Is that true or false? You have lifelines. 44% of smokers said they would be more likely to quit smoking if their workplace provided assistance. Thank you. What do you think? True. What do you think, Eddie? I think it's false. Split decision. I'm I'm kind of leaning more towards false, honestly. All right. That's your final answer? I'm yeah. sorry, it's true. Sorry true. about that. Bye-bye. Oh, I to get that last word in there, but that's not happening with you. Oh, tough, Eddie. All right, let's see if we can. And let me take a break now, and then we'll come back, finish up three contestants of So You Want to Win, and then Eddie will get our chakras aligned on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A priest is warning that the Catholic Church needs more exorcists due to an increase in demonic activities. Call Jeff Howell. He was great in that movie. Next, a study shows that cuckolding can be good for some couples. Yeah, good for the couple doing the cuckolding. Not the guy crying in the corner. Finally, S.E. Hinton says that the outsiders had a tragic ending because she is a quote stone cold bitch. That you are S.E. That you are. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app and transmission. That's right, and if you download that app right now, you can listen to the Phillips file or any of our podcasts produced by any member of any show on this station, such as Fort Fritz or Casual Shadows. That is all free on the iHeartRadio, in addition to all your favorite music, anytime, anywhere. Go to the App Store on your smartphone and download our free iHeartRadio app today. Status updates. Are you really complaining about traffic? That don't suck. Facebook slash Real Radio. Orlando. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. And now back to the greatest game show ever. Do you want to win the hokiest, cornballiest, plastic gifts that break when you look at them? Yeah. So you want to win it. Let's get back to So You Want to Win It. Three more contestants to go. Here we go, Bill. Let's slow it down so Eddie doesn't get 15 minutes on the air. Are you ready with true (laughs) and false? Here we go. Ready. The CDC reports that this year's flu season is on track to to be the most lethal in U.S. history. Is that true or false? The Center Uh, for Disease Control. Yeah, lifelines. The Center for Disease Control reports... That this year's flu season is on track to be the most lethal in U.S. history. True or false? I know some kids have died. True? Do you think it's true? No. Like this, I think swine flu was worse. Wasn't there another one of the monkeypox? Like that kind of stuff? False. I'm going to say it's false. <laughs> They're saying false. What do you want to do? I'll go with them. False. You're going false. That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah, it was uh, 100 years ago the USA saw the first waves of the worst modern flu pandemic. Killed about 675,000 Americans. Wow. Holy smokes. Yeah, it was uh, bad news. Round two, here's Mo. That's right. Uh, yours, Brad's in the news is the category. Stories ripped from the headlines. And yours is a common bond. Climbing poles, running into poles, punching a police horse. No, <laughs> not my husband, George, but rather what do these three things have in common? <laughs> Climbing poles, uh, running into poles, punching a police horse. It's going to be part of the team that loses to the Patriots in the Super Bowl, Philadelphia. Really? There you go. All right. Good job. This guy loses. Uh Here we go, too. Let's see how good you are with this one. Brad's who said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote, 
I still I have still endeavored to touch people's souls, to raise their spirits, and put smiles on their faces. Who said that? Dick Van Dyke, Pope Francis, Joel Osteen. Once again, the quote: I still I have still endeavored to touch people's souls, to raise their spirits, and put smiles on their faces. Dick Van Dyke, Pope Francis, or Joel Osteen? Uh, Lifeline, please. It's right up Eddie's alley. All right. I don't... I mean, Joel Osteen, I know, had that issue with the whole flooding and stuff like that. I don't, he's closed I, that church, you know. I, uh, really? Wow. Yeah, I think he's closed it down. The one in Houston? Mm-hmm. Whoa. His wife closed it. His wife has moved on into the skincare products uh, business, Ooh. and they're making even more money than stealing people's uh, uh, money from their wallets. Horrible. Uh, <laughs> horrible. I don't think it's him. I want to go hey. with, uh, who was the first one? Dick, Dick Van, Van Dyke. Dyke. I want to go with Dick Van Dyke, because I feel like Dick Van Dyke is the only one in these three people that would use the word endeavor. You don't think the Pope would use endeavor? No, I don't I'm, think so. I'm going to go with the Pope. You're going with the Pope. Yeah. No one's going with Joel Osteen. La Pope. Nah. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Dick Van Dyke. You're going with Dick Van Dyke. All right, Dick Van Dyke. Hey. That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, yes. There you go. Dick Van Dyke, yeah. Lucky guess. Holy smokes. That's pretty good. Jim Chimmery. Still has it after all these years, man. Hello, Mish. Mm. <laughs> Do you want to have something really funny? Well, you should never start us. You want to hear something really yeah, funny? Yeah, you know, then... I'm going to finish Okay, but I get it. Go ahead. Um, Actually, uh, Nikki's been working on his really bad Dick Van Dyke accent and around the house, and it's absolutely horrible, so it means it's perfect. Because they all made fun of Dick Van Dyke when he tried to be Mr. Mary Poppins' chimney sweep. Is he doing Dick Van Dyke, well, or is he doing sweep. Dick he's Van Dyke to... as, as the chimney sweep? And Mary I think Poppins. he's just trying to do ch- Dick Van Dyke as the chimney sweep. Trying to do like a, what Chim- would you call Chim- it? Really Chim- bad Cockney. Oh, like, oh, Cockney. Really yeah. bad Cockney. Can, can I let him use my microphone to do he's it? He's not sick. No, you'll be he's sorry. He's not using mine. Okay. Yeah, let me see. Right. Let me hear you. This ought to be good. Well, he needs the headphones. He doesn't know what's being said. He doesn't. Oh, okay. There you go. Put that on. Eddie, explain to him what he's about to All right, do. Put your headphones on. All right. Nicholas, Snickers, I was telling him how you were working on your really bad Cockney British accent, like Dick Van Dyke, you know, from Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yeah, I don't you need know, the whole scene. When he talks like this. When he talks like this. Too sweet. I think he's too sweet sounding. Do that one more time. Right, go for it. <laughs> Go ahead. Throw, say a couple of sentences in your Cockney voice. Give him a, give him a sentence to say. Right. Uh, say, excuse me, miss. Have you got a chimney for me to sweep? Excuse me, miss. Have you got a chimney for me to sweep? No, here's what you do. Oh, no, 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 scratch that. All right. <laughs> uh, you know, just, uh, you give know. Him some lessons. You can that, all right? Just oh, say, no. help him. More porridge, please. Oh, that's good. More, more porridge, please. There you go. Yeah. Say that's now. Sweet. Right. See, there you go. Yeah. Have some more. His voice that's hasn't changed. The register of his true. voice is not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> so high pitched. Yeah. Please, sir, may I have some more. Or just go here, here. Sign here. What you think? Well, that's not cock. Yeah. That's not the well, chimney sweep, though. That's... I know that. But it's, uh, yeah, that's the chimney sweep. They're just they're common folk here, here, don't you think? <laughs> I tell you, my jaw has not moved in 10 years. That's, and... a, little, that's a little bit too Connecticut for us. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Governor. Are we done with the game? No. Oh, gosh, I hope so. Here we go. That was Bill. Here's uh, Alan. Ready to play, Alan? Okay. Sure. True go. or false, Alan? True or false in Pennsylvania? It is against the law to own a firearm if you use medical marijuana. Is that true or false? By the way, some people call that medical marijuana medical Mary Jane. What? 
You can use lifelines. It's against the law in Pennsylvania to own a firearm if you use medical marijuana. That's, uh, that sounds like a good one for some lifelines. I'm, lifelines, what do you think? I'm going to say that's true. True. Both saying true. Yeah, I, I, I think that's what I'm going to go All with. All right, let's that's get your final answer. All right, good job. Yeah, true. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, Seems kind of strange in a way. Uh, I don't I, you know. You can have as many martinis as you want and have a firearm, but medical marijuana, we no don't good. think so. Mm-mm. It's a gateway drug. Here is a Mo mm-hmm. with round two. Round two is always Brad's in the news. Stories are ripped from the headlines. And here is your question. Modern smartphone technology has improved our daily existence with GPS, Snapchat, Twitter, and, well, maybe not so much. Anyway, thanks to an app named Morning Glory launched today on the Apple Store, you can keep track of your performance, sort of like Fitbit. What would we be measuring here? Oh. All right, Nick, you uh, just need to... Say that again? Uh, and I was talking to Eddie's son. Oh, oh. Uh, is, is this appropriate for Eddie's son? Nope. Uh, not really, no. Nope. Uh, yeah, can we move on to a common bond? Thinking. No. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, my mic's on. He can't hear it. Okay, oh. that's fine. Yeah, but... Yeah, he can't... Yeah. Yeah, but oh, he can hear I your know, answer. I know what it is. Oh. It's when when a man wakes up in the morning. Yeah, and exactly. Okay, okay, that's... Yeah, that's... Okay, that's all we need to say. Yeah. Yeah. There's always That's good that. enough. That's all right. Good to see you. There you go. Never mind. They have an app for that to determine if you're healthy in that department. That's horrible. Downloading now. It's horrible. You're horrible. They have an app for that. Yeah, what's the name it's of that? It's called Morning Glory. Spell that. No, it's two words: morning and glory. Hang on, tap, 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 keys tapping. Tapping, tap, tap, tap. I'm just glory. Let me write that one down. G L. Yes, glory. That's funny. It's really not. I don't know. I can't wait to use it tomorrow. Oh, thanks for sharing. <laughs> Okie dokie, then. You get one of those. I'm calling the news media. Stop the presses. I got something to report here. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Brad's who said that. Here we go. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. <clears throat> the more I think about it, the more I'll hurt. The more it will weigh in my mind. Now, who said that? Is it Doug Marone? Doug Maroney? What's his name? Hello. Marone? The it is Marone. Is Doug Marone, yeah. uh-huh. who's the coach of the Jags, Jaguars. Larry Nasser, the uh, infamous uh, doctor, and uh, Charlie Rose, the disgraced talk show host. Mm. The more I think about it, the more I'll hurt. The more it will weigh in my mind. Doug Marone, Larry Nasser, Pui, or Charlie Rose, Pui. Another Pui. I thought it was going to be the first person to use that morning glory app. Oh, the funny to you know. Let's go. Let's go with a couple of lifelines. Lifelines. What do you think, there? My brothers, I'm going with Doug Marone. Doug Marone says Eddie the, the Shaman. Ooh, because that could be about the playoffs. Doug Marone, Larry Nasser, Charlie Rose. I'm going to go with Doug Marone also. Two Doug Marones, no Larry Nasser, no Charlie Rose. What would you like to do, Alan? Yeah, I think those last two would probably say something a little. More than that. So, yeah, let's stick, with, uh, let's stick with Doug Marone. Uh, Doug Marone. Doug Marone's the answer. That's let's your see. final answer? Yeah. That's your final Yeah, baby. There you go. That's I don't it. know if we have any prizes right. left. Do we have any prizes uh, left? I think he took the last one. All right. Well, Absolutely. we're going to do. 
We'll dig. Uh, oh, my. All right, Dan, you're last up. Uh, there are no prizes. This is well. for the morning glory, okay? Oh, boy. Yeah. Sure. All right, here we go. True or false, 11% of Americans would break up with a significant other for spoiling the ending of their favorite TV shows. 11% of Americans said that would happen. Is that true or false? You can use lifelines. I'm going to go with false. I'm going with false. All right. That's your final answer. Right on. Yeah, exactly. It's 31%. Oh, it's way more. Can you imagine breaking up with someone because they spoil wow. your show? Yeah, sometimes people are just looking for excuses. Mm-hmm. I know they break <sighs> up. How am I going to break this up? How am I going to do it? I don't know. Nerds just come out with it. I didn't realize. Right before the, holi- show. the holidays, they break up because they don't have to get you a Christmas gift. I bet they break up before Valentine's Day, so I don't have to get you a Valentine gift. Right before Hello. your birthday, they break up with you. So I think I have you a birthday. All right, here we go. Come on, we got to get Eddie on. Ooh. Let's move on. Common bond for you: Suburbicon, Baywatch, and the Mummy. What do these three things have in common? Suburbicon, Baywatch, and the Mummy. The Mummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a lifeline. Yeah, I'll give you two of them. Uh, are they really bad movies? That's your final answer. Good They're super bad. They were in the 10 worst movies of 2017. Here we go. Brad, who said that? Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Let's see if we can wrap this up by being a winner. Quote, whiskey has killed more men than bullets, but most men would rather be filled with whiskey than bullets. <laughs> who said that? Wild Bill Cody, uh, Ulysses S. Grant, or Winston Churchill? One, one more time, the quote, whiskey has killed more men than bullets, but most men would rather be filled with whiskey than bullets. Wild Bill Cody, Ulysses S. Grant, the great uh, Union General and then President of the United States and the former Prime Minister of Great Britain, Winston Churchill. You have lifelines. I'll go with Wild Bill on this one. Old Wild Bill. What do you wild think? Why don't you use some lifelines? Churchill. Got a split decision. You like still going with the Wild Bill? Uh, we got we got a one Wild and one Churchill. Yeah. I'll go with Wild. Well, let me give you a hint. It's not Wild Bill. Oh. It's either uh, uh, Grant or Churchill. Uh, we'll go with Churchill. Go with Churchill, he says. That's your final answer? Sure. There you yeah, go. Baby. You're a winner for the weekend. Yippee. Good job. Thanks for playing. So you'll want a winner. Once again, my children, it is time to let your yin meet your yang. Reach deep into your soul. Find your inner Mm. child and teach him not to touch himself in public. It's the hardest working man in the business. I give you Eddie the Shaman. What is that smell? Dude, you know what that smell is? That is the smell of you not having a cold because, my brother, I have just smudged the space. This space has been smudged. Hear the loving love bells. And remember this. Brothers and sisters of love, welcome back, man. Today is a big day. We are going to find our power animal. Now, first things first, Jim, I want you to know there's some exciting things happening for me coming up on the horizon. On February the 11th, Jim, here in local Orlando time, we're going to be hosting the Prego Expo. And that's going to be over at the Rosen Plaza. So if anyone wants to join me, it's a Sunday from 11 to 4 p.m. Go ahead and buy your tickets. It's a wonderful event. We celebrate pregnant people. We celebrate people who are trying to get pregnant. But most importantly, it's all about 
the babies. Everything you need to know before, during, or after the bump, Prego Expo in June. I'm hosting, and I would like to offer you an extension of a ticket. Uh, we are hosting our 10th annual Texas Hold'em Poker Tournament for Athletes of Special Olympics, and We Dare to Care, which, Jim, you know, uh, every year we've been hosting that tournament with my uh, sergeant friend, Norm, yeah. uh, down at Kissimmee. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's at the St. Cloud Civic Center. There is a seat waiting for you. That is on February the 27th. I'll be hosting that. That's a Saturday, so if you'd like to join us, I would love for you to come on by. Thank you, Eddie. But more importantly, Jim, do you remember the owl, Jim? Do you remember the owl? Because the owl was your power animal for the year 2017. I, yeah, I do. Mo, you had the black panther. Oh, panther. Jack, you had the snake. And uh, Pinkman, you had a wolf. And I, of course, had a cardinal. And I wanted to know, uh, for all those brothers and sisters out there that had your power animal, how many times throughout the year it made itself known to you? The cardinal... I found the cardinal, or the like the cardinal found me in so many different places, in so many different spaces. So again, remember when we go in our journey right now, we're looking for you to make contact with your power animal. So the one thing we're going to do first is we smudge the space. So I burn a little sage, a little sweet grass. We get that set. Next, I've already given each one of them their chocolate. Mm. Remember, the shamans use the vehicle of a psilocybin or a mushroom. We're using chocolate for our daily ops. You can eat some chocolate. That kind of gives you a nice, relaxed, sedative state. And now is the time we start to relax and we start to breathe and we start to let go. So take a deep breath. In. Let it go. And remember, I have my drum with me. So remember this. As I am drumming, my brothers and sisters of love, no matter how far you go in this galaxy, I will be there. Because every time you hear the sound of the drum, that means that I am connected to you and you cannot get lost. So now is the time, remember, right before you go on your journey, remember what you're doing is you're looking for eye contact, you're looking for contact of spirit guide, and most importantly, remember, you're looking for that symbolic moment when you and one, you and the animal are one, and then when we leave, the animal will be with you for the rest of the year. So right now, take another deep breath. Yeah. Let it go. Uh, Let go of the past. And as you can see, you're sitting on a beautiful beautiful grassy field and in front of you there is a gorgeous lake and as you walk towards that lake you'll see that there are moss covered stones going down into the lake now i know what you're thinking can i breathe underwater yes you can so you start to descend you start to let go of the past you start to let go of everything that has been and you now are down and you're stepping each step into the lake and as you get to the bottom of the lake and again you can breathe you look up and you see there is a light well there is also a next set of steps so you need to walk up those steps And as you walk up the steps, you start to feel lighter and lighter until now you are in front of a giant forest. And as you can see, the grass is dancing and the wind is blowing and the sun is warm. So you are not cold. As you start to walk into the center of the forest, you find a clearing. Now in this clearing, you sit and you wait and you start to look out and you see in the forest and you start to see things starting to move. Now you are perfectly still. Keep your mind perfectly still. Keep your eyes perfectly still. And then suddenly you start to see it. The formation of eyes. You can see the eye contact through the forest. And as this creature approaches you, you are now ready to receive. So the creature now steps out of the forest. Notice this creature. What kind of animal is it? Is it dog? Is it bird? Is it fish? Is it fowl? Who knows? But as it starts to come towards you, Uh you are about let's say 10 feet away from it at this point you bow your head in acknowledgement respect it bows its head in acknowledgement respect 
Now that could be the sign that maybe the animal is not ready to receive you. Because remember, right now, if you are hearing that sound in your mind, then maybe this is not the animal for you. So you might need to turn, ah, you might need to, turn to a different direction. Maybe look off to the west or look off to the right. Maybe look up into a tree limb. But no matter what, there is an animal waiting for you. And now make that connection. Find yourself in one with the animal. Okay. Take a moment. Acknowledge the animal's existence as it acknowledges yours. Remember, you're offering friendship and it is offering you guidance. You accept the friendship. It accepts you as its guide. And now you can start hearing the drum and it is time to leave your power animal. But do not worry. Your power animal is there for you. So your power animal bows its head and you bow its head in respect. And as you start to walk backwards and the animal starts to walk backwards into the forest, right before you step into the lake, you turn back. You smile, and your animal smiles back at you. And now you go back into the lake. You go back under and back up, and now you're back in the grass, and you're chilling out. So, Jim, what was your power animal? I'm writing it down now, and then I will give you all your information later. Go for Squirrel. It. Squirrel for Jim. Mo, what would you see? I saw a fox. Fox for Mo. Jack, what'd you get? Chinchilla. Chinchilla. Oh, that that's is fancy. so cool. And Pikmin, who'd you got? Iguana. Iguana. That is so amazing. Me, my friends, armadillo. Really? It was an armadillo. So I'm going to look all this up and I'll give you more information next time. Don't forget, your power animals will guide you throughout the year. And remember, believe in yourself and your power animal will believe in you. But Jim, just so you know, in honor of Tilly, our power animal for all the Phylites out there was a dog. Which says, be loyal to yourself, be true to others, and more importantly, like Tilly is doing, bolster your integrity. Take a deep breath. In. Let it go. Uh, Remember three things. Peace, love, and the Phillips file. Shaka! Thank you for partaking in the cleansing of your soul. This is just one step in your journey toward inner peace and happiness. Remember to keep your chakras in line. And wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. Thank you, Eddie. Great job. That's it for us, everybody. Tomorrow, Jim Colbert Show from 3 to 7 on Real Radio, right after Shawnee's The News Junkie with Sabrina and C-Lane. And Tom and Dan are next on Real Radio. Tonight, eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conk as often as you can and buy your books with cash. Bye-bye and take care. $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1.